set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi guys, you're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Queen and Slim from 2019, directed by Melina Metsukis. So we're back again <laughs> discussing films. And I want to know the reason why we're discussing this one. So I am going to turn it over to Ashley and let her tell y'all while we're talking about Queen and Slim from 2019. Okay. So, I mean, as you can tell from Brittany's tone, she's not pleased with me at all for putting us through this. So, I mean, once again, it is Noir November or Noir November. Right? Noir Vember, yeah. I think this fits. That's not why I picked it. But I feel like this fits in a little bit. Um, I mean, I basically wanted to talk about this movie ever since I heard about it. Not because I was interested in it. Far from it. Um, quite the opposite. Uh, but, you know, Twitter has been really interesting um, in the last year or so when they get a hold of the script for certain movies. And they'll just post... Just like sections of it. I remember they did that for, I want to say they did that for Harriet. Either they did, either they got pictures of the script or PDFs of the script and posted it or they um, posted clips. But it's been really, (laughs) it's been really enlightening, (laughs) I think, because, ciao. It's just, is it, it's just, you know, I... Some movies, man, are just not, not it. And so I, I mean, I would say too that it's been very interesting um, looking at sort of like this, this whole, um, this idea of representation, like black representation in film. I think that's really, um, I think we're coming to a point where we have to make some decisions about what we're going to put up with and watch and support and I think this is a good this is a good film to uh to have that discussion about um because I know I mean per me personally I kind of toe the line of like what I consider to be good representation and what I'm like this is awful please god like why was it why did we even need this in the first place and you know there's some people who are just like hell yeah I see a black face I'm watching it I'm a little bit more cautious and I would say this is a good example of why I'm very cautious. Um, and also, I mean, watching Lena Waithe's career has been very interesting as of late. Even though I don't really watch any of her, like anything she's been involved with. I've only seen like two things. Well, three now, I guess, um, if you count like bad hair. And then, <laughs> which we never talked about. I guess we can like have a little segue maybe later in the episode. But um, yeah, I mean, once I saw that script, I was like, me and Brittany need to talk about <laughs> Me and Brittany need to talk about this. And it's been a whole year. And so now we're talking about it. We are here <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> okay. 
this was so this <laughs> is a film yeah. that I actually wanted to see because I was okay. I wanted to see like having no knowledge of what it was really about because I saw um, like the trailer for it and I was like, okay, like it looks like the whole film itself for the most part looks aesthetically pleasing Mm -hmm. because the director knows what she's doing. Like her videos are always on point. She knows how to film things and make them look good Yeah, for the most part. There are some parts of the movie that looks a little dodgy, but she knows what she does. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. So I guess like for people who don't know, like Melina Masukas is a frequent, like I think she's known mostly for being a frequent collaborator um, with Beyonce. Um, Specifically, I would think with Formation, which is a very beautiful um, music video. I don't know if she was, I feel like she's probably involved with the rest of Lemonade possibly too, but I don't see anything about that here. I just see Formation, Um, but she's also done like music videos for people like, um, like Rihanna, like she did Rihanna's Root Boy. Um, She did uh, like a a couple of Jennifer Lopez videos i feel like beyonce is her most uh frequent collaborator especially when i see co-directed by beyonce you know beyonce loves to put written directed starring edited and produced by beyonce just on those <laughs> but yeah melina has a pretty long um credit in the music video industry and it's actually the one that i think that's on wikipedia isn't even the entire the entire or her entire filmography so she's she's good she's also directed a couple episodes of of insecure which i didn't realize um until today because i've been re-watching it um but i mean i would say like there's a there's a few music video directors that have like become like film directors um, like Hype Williams, I mean, you have which Hype Williams, Belly looks great uh, for like the first the 10 content minutes, of Belly for the first ten minutes. After that, I feel like they ran out of budget because that shit looks like a regular, a regular ass movie. And then you have somebody like McGee who did like Charlie's Angels, and his are like super, like high action. Like they feel like you're watching a music video, and it's like got fun costumes and all kinds. Of, so they know about the aesthetics, but like that doesn't always translate into like a full length movie. I feel like a lot of music video directors struggle with that in general. Yeah. But I, I mean, you said you saw it because you wanted to watch it and did you, you say you saw the whole trailer. Like how much was the trailer? Yeah. Was it? Cause I don't remember watching the trailer for this. I actually like, you know, my brain. I mean, you so, said you saw it. So like, did you yeah, know the whole like, like cop story? Like with the whole like I feel shooting or was it a teaser trailer? It was like a teaser because I, I forgot what movie it was in front of. Oh, okay. This is like a the- theatrical trailer. Yeah. Not theatrical trailer, but it was in like in a theater. You saw it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, remember them? Um, oh, I missed the decoration <laughs> of a nice, well-worn movie theater seat in the smell of pop. You know, I never thought I would want to smell the Angelica, which smells like like decades of spilled Sprite <laughs> but in popcorn. <laughs> but I miss it so much. I forget. I don't remember which one I saw, and I don't know if they presented like the entirety of the story in it. 
Yeah. But it was interesting enough for me to want to see the film. And, and I like Daniel Kalu. Is it Kalu? You know what? I have never said this man's name out loud, so I might be messing his name up. And I haven't bad. either, and you know me. That's both of our bads. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I mean, I like him in general. And so, and he's a good actor. Um, I This is the mm-hmm. first time I've ever seen uh, Jodie Turner-Smith. Yes. In anything. And um, I got some stuff to say. I about have that. some also some thoughts to say. We can keep going. <laughs> but um, the film, like, I wanted to see it, and I was just going to go see it. But then it was some talk around it being not good. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. I still want to see it. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't get a chance to see it before people continued to talk and before people started leaking the script. And then I was like, oh, Lord, yeah. mm, this ain't for me. Like, this isn't for me. And I'm a person, like, you could say something is bad and I'll see it anyway. And then I'll make up my opinion on it. Sure. Um, and even watching it for the show this past week, I was like, it's it's not as bad as people said it was. No. And child, this is not a good film. No. And I don't think it's unwatchable, we, but it's also like it it gives me dear white people, and a lot yeah. of it, and it's sort of in the way it tries to present itself as being yes. a lot of different things and trying to have a message and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for us to make movies that don't have to have a message, even though like yes. you can say it's the black experience. Um, Cause the black experience is very political and there's a lot of tension and heartbreak and fraught with danger and stuff. I was just like, this is not doing what I would like to do. <laughs> this is not giving me what I like a movie that presents itself as an updated Bonnie and Clyde. Like this is not giving me Bonnie and Clyde. No, it like I, okay. This gives so me brunch boots and t-shirts. <laughs> Yeah, we are not our ancestors. Uh, you know, I'll give you these hands and these degrees. Um, it's it's just like one. My feeling of it when I was watching it, especially with the dialogue, I was like, this is just Ooh. like one scene connected, like one pretty B roll shot or whatever connected by, um, like connected to other nice cute B roll shots. Um, and they're con- all connected by like this terrible like brunch boot t-shirt dialogue like all this shit can be on a t-shirt and I'm like no no and then I was sitting there and I was like I know exactly who enjoyed this movie her and her people husband people who love, love Jones no I was talking <laughs> about somebody specifically and I was like her and her husband probably love this movie and I was like no this is so this is so like try hard, but I should say too. I mentioned Lena Waithe mainly because she wrote it. Um, also because she's she's had a really I don't know. It didn't ha- okay. Was it from the Emmys? Did she win an Emmy? Is that what it was for? Like Masters of None. Serve not. Oh, that episode that she was in, like the Thanksgiving episode, uh, is a good episode of television. But it's that's that. Uh, that's the second season, right? 
I don't remember. Because I only got through the first, like, six episodes. Yes. And I'm even surprised that I got through the first six because I was like, this shit is so, like, dry and, like, uh, it's so hard to, like, critique, like, some shows like this because, like, I'm not South Asian. So, like, sometimes I'm just like, girl, I don't know if I know what I'm talking about. But, like, I'm like, is all your, all these shows happen to deal with somebody having, like, a white girl fetish? <laughs> like, are y'all, are, are things all right? And, like it's just really like not for me <laughs> um and that was kind of like right before i was just like oh i don't think what's his face aziz ansari is very funny um on his own and so i vaguely remember her being in it but i don't remember her character a lot but apparently everybody who watched this episode thought she was like amazing and she won this emmy and now she's has a lot of things in production and and stuff like that but like this this was not and then also it wasn't even her idea in the first place apparently it was james phrase is that the that's little little pieces a million little pieces (laughs) aka mr lion man oprah's nemesis (laughs) 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 i don't mean to like make fun but I was sitting there and I was thinking, like, the first time I heard about that, I was like, because I read the book. I read both his books, A Million Little Pieces in My Friend Leonard or Leonard or whatever his name is, however you pronounce it. Um, And, like, I was like, oh, this is good. But then I was like, oh, people thought this is for real. <laughs> and I was like, I'm reading this like it's fiction. Because I was like, oh, I guess people who read it took it seriously. And I guess he came on her show and said it was like a like a memoir or whatever and she had put in Oprah's book club and all this stuff and then I was like who's picking is Oprah the one picking the books for the book club and I was like who didn't vet this (laughs) I didn't mean to be like that I was like damn girl maybe you need to start vetting your books again or something but yeah apparently this was his idea and he didn't feel comfortable enough to actually write it (laughs) because he's white (laughs) it's giving crash was it crashed with 2001 crash 2004 oh god (laughs) that late i thought it was like an early 2000 okay that's terrible but yeah uh yeah it's giving crash it's giving race commentary by white people It's... And so I guess he told her, I don't know how they know each other, but I guess he told her, he was like, I have this idea, but I don't feel comfortable writing it. And like, she was like, oh, that's a bomb ass idea. I'll write it. And then I think he's just got a story credit. He doesn't have like a screen play or like a writer credit or whatever. And I was like, well, this is telling me some things. I don't really know the whole validity of that statement, but um, if that's how it went down... I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, he's not a bad no. writer. He just is kind of like one of those things. He's just like, what, girl? <laughs> I mean, oh. Oh, okay. Oh. I enjoyed that book. I won't even hesitate. Now, if I if I read it today, I don't know if I'd like it. But when I read it, I was like, oh, this is this is right. This is not too bad, but yeah, he's the liar, the scammer, the cheater. How dare you trick <laughs> Oprah? <laughs> Oprah was upset. Girl, vet your shit. <laughs> That's why you pay people, don't you? 
<clears throat> she learned her lesson that day. Girl. <laughs> I think they still do the book club too, but ooh, child. They do. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't have said it was factual, but like he could have just said it was, it was written well enough that you would think it was real, but you know. Anyway. With, while we're talking about like the story itself, like, and Lena writing it, um, I just want to say this up front for anybody looking to write anything. Sometimes it doesn't have to be too old, like, too heavy-handed in what it's trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're trying to tell a powerful story, which is what I think was trying to be accomplished with this one. (laughs) Powerful with a period. Powerful. (laughs) Be subtle with what you're doing sometimes. Like, you don't have, like, every sentence of the story doesn't have to mean something. You don't have to have dialogue that is supposed, like, the audience doesn't have to learn a lesson which with every word spoken. Like, no, I was like, what? We don't girl? have to be a legacy. Your girl don't have to be a legacy. Why would that? Was the, that's why I was sitting there and I was like, I know that Redacted really liked that because Redacted has been on a legacy kick as of late. And I was like, oh God. <laughs> I was like, I see what's happening. I see the pieces falling into place and this is ridiculous. Because who the fuck so, wants to be legacy, like a legacy, like this is not the legacy that black people would want to leave being martyred. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Some people just want to leave, way, live their like, lives. Why can't we just have a, like a love story? I don't understand what the fuck that, what? <laughs> what was the problem with that? We have so few black love stories, like good ones, I feel too. I can't even think of a good black love story, dog. I mean, I got like, you know. How Stella got her groove back. Shut up. (laughs) No, I was going to say, you know what? Angela Bassett was like at peak, like Angela Bassett. Like she was beautiful. She got her groove back. She got her groove back and she deserved Mm -hmm. it. She deserved. She did. She did. She did. did. And um, I would say like if Bill Street could talk. Ooh, well. But I mean, you know, like that's a I love mean, story. But like, it, this is the thing. It's like it's in the same realm, right? It's like a love story that is marred by, like, you know, state violence and racism and all kinds of stuff like that. But I, I never felt heavy. It felt heavy because it was sad, but it never felt heavy like it was trying to be heavy. You know, yeah, you're right. It's a nice like it's. I feel like it just you know it just lays nicely on you like a duvet. And this is kind of like, this is the weighted blanket. <laughs> <laughs> the 20 pound weighted blanket, but like this is, five or six of them at once. This is a weighted blanket. It's so like, t- like, and then I watched the photograph, which I was like, this is, I, but this is giving me Love Jones. And so, um, I mean, I wasn't really, it's not in the same realm, but it's kind of also like, it tries to be something that it doesn't achieve. And so I um, I just don't understand why. Or they could have gone in the complete other direction because I watched um, a few other movies. Well, actually, like two. Um, in preparation for this, like, discussion today. So I watched Bound, um, which this movie actually doesn't really have that much in common with Bound. 
It does not. It does not. But you know, it's cute. And then, um, and then I watched Natural Born Killers today. And then I was sitting there thinking that was going to be my other pick, but I didn't want to get too crazy. Honestly, we can switch it. Like we haven't. I mean, we've announced it, but like, I mean, it's our show. Like, what are they going to (laughs) do? That was going to be my other pick because I felt like that would go better with this film. We can change it. We 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 can make the executive decision on air right now. To change it because it is on stars. <laughs> I just watched it. I'll watch it again. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is a better pick, honestly. Honestly, I will draw up the graphic tomorrow. <laughs> okay. But we're changing this. We are changing the you you have heard it here first. <laughs> By the time you hear this we're episode, we have already decided. <laughs> we're changing our mind. We're gonna watch Natural Born Killers. But I was I I think Natural Born Killers is like the what this could be, but then maybe not because they're not white and they wouldn't probably get away with as much as um, as Mickey and, and, and Miss Thing got away with. Um, but I was like, if you're going to say Bonnie and Clyde, I want Bonnie and Clyde attitude. You know, I want like legit, like, fuck you motherfuckers. And I was like, this is all just like really not doing this it's not doing it for me it's not doing it and let's let's get into how it began let's just get into it because it started with a tinder date at a random diner somewhere in ohio <laughs> you know how hard i fucking laughed and i realized that because i i i st- as much as i've heard about this movie i was still going in blind so i didn't know about like scenery i didn't know where it started i didn't know like where they went <laughs> and so like i just knew about the police shooting part i didn't know about anything else and so i was like oh britney's gonna kill me and I was like, okay, we watching this. And I was like, all right. They're so they eating food. They are. Right. We don't know what part of Ohio they're in yet. Oh, yeah. But yeah. We, we don't know. know. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> they're eating food at this diner. And Slim is tearing his food. Uh, wait. He's excited to be there. He they, The dialogue in this movie is so terrible. <laughs> Um, and I hate all of it. I hated I hate it too. It. I hated how they talk to each other. And it's supposed to be a first date, so like it's not supposed to be like the easy fun, like you know. But it's also not. It's like a like a horrible first date where everything's really awkward. Um, they didn't meet up under good circumstances in the first place, which we find out like in a hot second. And then I think, like, you find out stuff about them. I thought that part was interesting. They don't really automatically say like, "Oh, so what do you do? What's your name?" or whatever. We actually don't even find out. They're not. They don't address themselves by Queen and Slim. No. In the movie, so I'm assuming it's from like other people that like gave even... them this name, but like I don't uh, like on the internet, maybe you know. But girl, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, it's this dialogue is very, especially in this part, is very much like a, like that playful, flirty banter. I hate that almost borders on like negging. It's really annoying. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 the start of something awful, and so, and 
you find out that she is a lawyer um, and he works at Costco, I'm assuming. Oh, he's, he's like a ca- a Costco associate because he remember he's like I know that lady like the the waitress or whatever because she was like she didn't do her job right she brought you wanted scrambled eggs and you wanted or she brought you sunny side up he was like well take it easy she's an alcohol like she's married to an alcoholic and I know because she she comes to Costco she's always hollering at him when she gives him like a bunch of coupon or coupons or whatever I was like first of all do they have coupons at Costco but then. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, okay. Shoot, I'm missing on some deals. And I don't know. Or I could be lying. Don't, don't, don't believe me. <laughs> I ain't you never could, seen one, well, but I mean, you know, you might be right. Can you use manufacturer's coupons? Y'all know. I don't know. They don't I, let you. Them things are only for like one box, and <laughs> they be like, "Here, have five. <laughs> maybe one item in that giant box you could get fifty cent off. I don't know. Don't anyway. I don't know. Don't. I only go Costco. I go only go Costco shopping with my mom. So and she's always like, "I don't want to hear y'all those coupons." So you know, bougie. But um, yeah, they're talking. As soon as he said he worked at Costco or he alluded to working at Costco, I was like, "This is not a match. <laughs> this is not. She... This is not the match." Okay. And not because he works like retail or like whatever, but I'm just kind of like her, the way oh, she's attitude. talking, to her attitude and what he just said, it's going to be like Molly and everybody else in the first season of uh, Insecure. <laughs> it's not going to work. I'm sorry. Like her attitude was just stank. Why was it, was it so like stank? I hated that part. And I love a good stuck up black girl in a movie. But like, this was so, like, I didn't like her. Unnecessarily stained. I didn't like her at all. I was like, you the one who called him. And I, this is okay. And I didn't know if it was the character. I didn't know if it was the portrayal of the character. Or was it? I didn't know what was, yeah, like, I didn't know what was happening. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was like the character was unlikable and, and unrelatable in a way that I was like, what the fuck? It shouldn't have been. No, I liked him way more than sh- than uh, her. Yeah, the whole so time. <laughs> like, way. I don't think I ever did like not liked him. I liked him like the whole time. Like, because I was in there, I was like, she's giving a lot of attitude, and I made made it seem like she was just kind of like, like I can see if this is a blind date, but this is a tinder date y'all arrange this on the internet you already know what each other mm-hmm. look like and she called him ugly did she call him <laughs> ugly because i can't remember i was reading part of the script today and i, I like was, she did call him ugly. i think she said something about how he looked in his pictures i think it was like mm. well in the script in the script i read she said that he looked sad because oh, okay. he was like, oh, and it, this is from the script, not from the actual. I don't remember what happened. And I've, I've tried very hard. I mean, I have been trying to like squeeze this out of my mind for the last couple of days. Um, just enough to have to talk about it here. But like she has said, like, oh, he looked sad. I, I picked you. I swiped right or left or whatever the fuck. I swiped on you because you looked like uh, because of your profile picture he's like oh what about it and he's like oh you look sad he was like what <laughs> and she was like when did you like he was like oh i took that picture the day my girlfriend left me and i was like, uh-huh. like why would you do that and she was like you ain't got any other pictures and he was like no i know what i look like like that's his whole thing is like he doesn't really wor- worry about 
keeping mementos and things like that. Cause he was like, I know what I look like. <laughs> it sounds like some of my grandma would say, like, don't pay take no pictures of me. I know what I look like, but like, <laughs> like he's one of those types. And so I was like, what is, what's going on? What's going on here? I'm trying to find it. Um, it, it was, it's, it's the worst day ever. It's just from her, like her attitude. And then like, I was also going to say, since we're just talking. The about- acting was giving me redacted in <laughs> their films. And I was like. Wait, which is, re- wait, their films. Wait, who's. Re- I said their films in all of the films that they were in. And I was like, oh, or Lisa Ray. And I was like. Now I'm worried. Is it the same redacted I've been talking about? I think it, okay, you got to edit it out, but (laughs) edit it out. Do not leave it in because I don't want to be jumped. (laughs) Okay. That is, that is the redacted that I have been (laughs) referring to. Yes. I don't think, no, I don't think it's like that. I think not that level, (laughs) but (laughs) there is something really like. I don't know, like very stiff about it. And this isn't Jody's first movie, but I've never actually seen her in anything else. I know she's going to be playing Anne Bolin in something uh, in like the next year or something. And white people are already really mad at her because she's black. <laughs> and so and, and not and not racially ambiguous. And they already like, this is- mad at her. Oh, cause she's with Dawson, not Dawson's Creek, but old dude from Dawson's Creek. Pacey, she got Charlie from the Mighty Ducks. Mm. Is that what he said? Yeah, he was Charlie, the titular, like the 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 duck from the, oh, the ducks. titular duck, <laughs> <laughs> the duck from the Mighty Ducks. Oh, man. If he wasn't into like my favorite duck, then you had Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite duck was Brandon Quincy Adams, which I talked about on a previous episode. I feel episode. like, yeah, we've had mentioned, we've mentioned <laughs> yeah, no. the ducks. But yeah, she's definitely, I see, I think that's the first time I ever saw her. And I don't think I connected the dots that that was her in this movie. Um, because like Loving versus Virginia Twitter is really, <clears throat> really into, really into posting or reposting her Instagram pictures. And she posts plenty of Instagram pictures. People be out. <laughs> Why can I say loving versus Virginia? <laughs> Please stop. Listen, she posts like I think people have asked her about him too, and she'll readily post like say things which are usually very se- sexually suggestive in nature. So she ain't got and no I'm problem like, with it. Excuse me, ma'am, that is not our business. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to know that about that man. I don't like, really want to know about that. Did man. not watch Dawson's Creek. I do not care. I never watched it either. Although Fringe I think that was, he was the, the one though. that had the relationship with the teacher. Is that him? I think I. I can't. Remember. I don't know. I think so. Maybe. I feel like because he's literally like the only other boy I know him. Oh, I know big. Dawson, and I know uh, uh, Katie Holmes. Oh, and big head ass Dawson. <laughs> Um, okay, okay, I found the scene. So she said, uh, Slim says, my dad took that picture of me. It was the same day my girlfriend left me for a dude with a better car. Queen says, (laughs) why did you make it your profile picture? Slim, because I don't have that many photos of myself. Why not? I know what I look like. 
queen. Pictures aren't just about vanity. They're proof of your existence. That will come oh. back later. Uh, and Slim says, my mother and father know I'm here. That's enough. And then I guess the side note parts of the, the script, I'm not well versed in parts of scripts, um, says the idea of not having to prove oneself to the world is so foreign to queen. It renders her speechless, which I feel mm. like comes into her character because my goodness, sis, <laughs> unclench. Mm-hmm. Listen, and I feel like maybe you can make the argument like it's because it's. I mean, it's trash out here to be black women. Honestly, like in regards, like in relation to other people who are not black women, it's real rough out here. Um, it's not fun interacting with people <laughs> that really are not us. Um, because there's always some slick shit to say, and of course, you know, there's some shit that you could also say about like she's a darker skinned woman, so that maybe like there's been colorism. I would not, maybe this probably most definitely, especially since she's a lawyer. There's just a lot of shit that I could like, you could assume just from her. Um, but she just plays it. So like, goddamn, bruh. And then it gets worse later when they're stopped by the cop. Because like, so are they going to, she, he's just dropping her off. They're not going to go like have sex. Cause this date's kind of trash. No. And they are. So this is where I'm like, okay, I have no idea where, this story takes place, right? So I'm watching this movie like, mm, where the fuck is that? Um, and I was like, I don't know where this is. And then I was like, wait a minute, that is St. Clair. This is St. Clair. They're on like 69th and St. Clair. I was is, like, this that- takes place in Cleveland. So they are in Cleveland. So are they? Are they like what part of Cleveland is that? Like, give us um, for us non Midwesterners. Give us the the tea. I'm trying. Okay. Give us a tour. I'm trying to picture like they're where they're driving is kind of really nothing there. It didn't look like nothing was there. (laughs) Like there's really nothing there at all. And like, if you keep going, you will be in the Glenville neighborhood. And that is a neighborhood that I'm very familiar with. Um, but where they're stopped, it, it, it's like I was trying to figure out where they're heading to and like where they're going. Yeah. Um, but also where they're at reminded me of this place that we had a party at that they really want too many black people at. But um, well, like, didn't they pass by like a bunch of like boarded up buildings and stuff? Mm-hmm. So I was sitting there, I was like, this is some shit. Cause at first I was like, are they in Detroit? Are they in Detroit? Because this is the, the type of buildings they always be showing when they got something to say about Detroit is like these really fucked up abandoned buildings that are all boarded up. Cause I think they stopped in front of like a, an old laundromat that is so, no like, longer in service. They're. I'm trying to figure it like it's like they used to be like family owned businesses that some are still like there. They are open during the day. Some aren't mm. or like corner stores and things like that in that area. And I haven't been down there in a long time, but yeah, but they swerve. 
Well, she and threw, didn't he throw her car or no, not throw her car. Didn't he throw her phone out the window? Somebody's phone was, gets thrown out the window. Or he was trying to listen. Oh, this is the Love Jones part where he was listening Jones. to a song from the Love Jones, which this film is very Love Jonesian. And <laughs> that's not a like, compliment this film, from us. <laughs> This film is Love Jonesian. Like, this film is for people of the children of the Love Jones era. It's also people who would uh, readily identify with the characters in Love Jones, which we both do not. Yeah, like, this is Love Jonesian. Like, this is the child of Love Jones. Like, this is what it is. I love Love Um, Jonesian, like, like, uh, Lovecraftian (laughs) or whatever, which brings us back to, you know what? We're not going to start on Lovecraft again, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like at least her character, I would say, he's more like, I would say, like an everyman type of person. And she's more of like a, like someone who, who you would think to aspire to be for more, I guess. But like, um, and she looks down on him. Like she, you get the he's idea. beneath him. As soon as he said like, Costco. Or he's beneath her, rather. Yeah, as soon as she said Costco, or he said Costco, and I was like, oh no, girl. Or, or no, oh no, sir, that's not it. <laughs> that's Don't tell her that part. And that's the thing, too. Oh, we didn't even say this part. When they get together, the only reason why she, they, they got to, like, the only reason why she contacted him for the first date in the first place is because she was having a shitty day because they, the court decided to execute her client. And I was like, okay. Was that supposed to make anybody <laughs> feel any better? <sighs> and that's, she... I would say that part comes up really, like, that That part stuck in my mind so much because I was like, okay, you know, not every lawyer wins their case and stuff like that. But when they get to the interaction with the cop and I was like, oh, I see why you lost that case. Okay. This part is a lot. It it takes a lot to watch. It also is a lot to process. It's also going to be a lot to talk about for a minute because I don't I don't know how to talk about it because I don't like how it's written. Okay. Okay, so like I don't know. Okay. So they basically they swerve because he's trying to like joke and play with her, but she's not into it. And because she just got a stink attitude, y'all. She just think he's like her just attitude trying, just yeah. He's, he's trying it's, to like, you know, like lighten up child, which I don't want to be like, you know, smile girl, but also like, why did you come out? <laughs> like, if, like I understand. Stay at the crib. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're having this kind of day, like if you are, Feel like feeling for your client that, and you should be like, if you fought to represent them and they are going, like, if this is happening to them, then, and you're feeling like this, maybe going on a date with someone you don't like is not the move. Like, maybe you need to take some time and reflect and just be at home. Yeah. And, I, and she said she didn't want to do that, but that was probably the solution here. Yeah. And also, you continuously say that you like to be alone and you like solitude and you do not like people and you just like to be alone. You like your space. I mean, why did you drag this poor man? 
<laughs> like that is a character trait is that she likes to be alone and who don't but shit leave this man alone. <laughs> i don't want to sit here and blame her but i was just like this will, you 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 the catalyst for a lot of shit in this movie sis i mean because like not to say that, that it couldn't have easily happened some other way this could have easily happened him leaving work or any other sort of ordinary everyday situation but like like when the cop stops him he stops him because he didn't put on the signal which i was like y'all don't ever put on your signals either but whatever and then also that he swerved from the joking around and so he mm-hmm. and so he's like oh you know put your hand down and because he's shining the light in his face, which is, of course, they're always like shining lights and shit in your face. And then, of course, if you do anything, they're like, what are you doing? And so um, and she starts talking back from the passenger seat. <laughs> and, uh, and so he takes his license and registration. And I think at one point he because I think she was like, oh, well, you know, he's letting you know because, uh. You know, you like to shoot first and ask questions later. And I was like, okay, as a lawyer, as a practicing member of the law <laughs> or someone who practices law, what are you doing? Like, I feel like she should, I, I guess I don't know. I don't but, know because like you know what you don't want to say like your your profession supersedes like your humanity but I would be like if you're a lawyer wouldn't you try to expedite this as quickly as possible but maybe she was just like over it because like her client is about to get executed and she was like this is bullshit but I was like you are not making it easier for this man <laughs> at all um, and like okay like because with the police they do whatever they want to do yeah um so given that yes we're in a fictional situation and we know as audiences like the audience that it's going to go left regardless because this is where the story is going to take us um she her actions spur the left right in a way that is it's not it doesn't seem like a like a like something a lawyer would do. Instead of like using your knowledge of the law in a way to be like de-escalating yeah. the situation, and like if you see it going in a way that could lead to violence, even though we know, like realistically. In a, in a fictional, it, like, it wouldn't matter. I don't know how to explain it. Wouldn't it wouldn't matter, yeah. like, if it was, like, a realistic, you know, like, in a real-life situation, it wouldn't matter. But, like, I guess, it's like, this is a fictional situation. But also, I would think, like, as a lawyer, you would know sort of the ins and outs. And, like, I don't think cops really respect lawyers. But, like, it just didn't seem very smart <laughs> to me or didn't seem very, like, like, I was like, okay, sis, use your law. Like, use that fucking law degree, bitch. Since <laughs> y'all got degrees in things, use that degree. <laughs> and, like, you know, don't get this man into some more shit. And, of course, you're, like, upset. But, like, goddamn, like, what are you doing? And then, um, like, even he's, like, she's, like, oh, well, you have the right to do this. And he was, like, I know, girl. <laughs> 
he was getting fed up with her too. And I was like, you're not helping things, Miss Ma'am. And so I think he like comes and he like asks, I forget what he asked him. He asked him, eventually he asked him to like search his, his trunk, which was like completely unnecessary. But he gave like consent for him to search the truck or whatever, or search the trunk of the car. And then she gets out and then that's when, cause they don't, don't, <laughs> they hate when you do that shit. Um, she gets off the car talking about, I have the right to, 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 film you and and stuff like that and he's like the cops starting to get freaked out and then like (laughs) and then he's pointing the gun at um at slim and slim's freaking out because he was like i ain't doing anything he's like i'm just trying to get home and then she's over there i have the right to do that (laughs) i was like madam what are you doing what are you doing I was like, please, what are what do you what do you think? What do you you as a lawyer, not you as a lawyer and you as a black woman know what's gonna happen in this moment? It's I don't know. A lot happens and they end up he ends up shooting her in the leg, like it grazes her. Yeah, the cop shoots at her. Yeah, um, I forgot what what's what finally he like shot her. I don't know what she did. Um, I think she's about to pull something out of her pocket or something. So he her phone to film. Oh yeah, and yeah. oh that's why she was yelling. She's like, I have the right to film it, girl. It don't matter. <laughs> it does not matter because they will shoot you for having literally anything in your hand. And um, they start fighting. Like, him and Slim start fighting, and they're wrestling, and then I think Slim manages to grab the gun, and he pulls the trigger and shoots him, like, in the chest or whatever. Which also, I was like, you don't have no body stuff? Body? Uh, I really thought, I thought cops wore body armor now, or is that not a thing? Since they got the budgets to do it. Uh, Very confusing. So... Yeah, but anyways, he shoots him, and and so now they have a dead cop. And then the other part, <laughs> this is the other part that was killing me. She was like, "Just leave him." <laughs> like, wait, wait. He wanted to help, get him help. Yeah, he was. I think and he wanted. To she was like, "Dude, out. you just did a crime. We need to leave." And I was like, "If he did the crime, you would be the lawyer in the crime." <laughs> I was very, very lost on that part. I was like, you're not prepared to do law? She's not a good lawyer. At least in my 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 understanding and, and, and within the realms of this movie, I was like, you not really, cons- you know, you're not really good at uh, making your case. <laughs> and also, you are now telling him to leave, which would be the very opposite thing a lawyer would tell anybody to do in that situation. Um, they'd say, sit your ass down, they'll say, shit. I'll handle everything. But she's like, hell no, nah, let's get the fuck out of here. And I was like, what kind of lawyer are you? And then uh, they just decide to fucking go. They leave um, and flee. Yes, they flee the and scene. then they start on like the Underground Railroad. Stop, please. <laughs> um, I, okay. I I don't like this part. This is the whole film. It's them 
traveling from place to place and receiving help without consequence. Yeah, I I didn't understand. Because there's no tension, really? There was only one part that they could have, like, something bad could have happened, which I think is when they meet the, the, the sheriff. Um, because, like, they take his car. So I think they drive off. They're, he's going to stop at home. He's like, you can't stop at home. You can't see these people again. And because we find out later, she don't have no family. So she's like, I don't understand why you need to go see your family. Let's get the fuck out of here. And he's like, girl, I need to see my, I need to make sure they're okay. Or whatever. Because he's religious. Like he, he be playing his gospel music. Girl, when I started playing Marvin fucking Sap. (laughs) And I can't. And she's like, turn that shit off. I can't and he's like, me. how dare you? Which I was like, you need to turn that shit off because you just committed a crime. And she just told you to keep going. <laughs> ah, Oh, the best in me. Girl. He saw the best. That's the one where it's like, Jesus saw me at my worst. <laughs> but he saw me. He saw me at my worst, but he saw, still saw the best in me. I think that's basically the, uh, the content of that song. I've heard it many a time on long, long car rides. And uh, the fact that they decided to put that in there, I was like, you need to turn that off. I need to have a, I need to have a discussion with the music director, <laughs> with the music supervisor on this movie. Yeah. Oh, and then she threw out, I think she threw away his phone too. So they weren't yeah. being tracked. So they also didn't have Good. any phones. Oh, to contact anyone, which I was like, now how the fuck did y'all manage to do this with no fucking phones in in, in the twenty first century? Because where's the, the first place they go is Kentucky. Um, I have a question geographically. How easy is it to get from Cleveland to Kentucky? Cleveland to Kentucky in, in, um, in a night? Because I live in a very big state, and so getting to another state in under have I three hours is hard. <laughs> Shit. Have I done that before? No. And this was like, it was already nighttime. So I was kind of like, y'all made it to Kentucky. It's going to take a minute. Y'all made it to Kentucky I'm, all night? I feel like, have I, I know I've gone to like Tennessee before. That's kind of in the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take a minute. It's going to be a while. That's especially was, with traffic. That's you why know. I was very confused. I was like, my, my mom was like, oh, maybe... Like, maybe it wasn't that far, and I was like... Because Cleveland is up by the lake, Yeah, so I told her, I was like, it's by the lake, Mom. (laughs) I was like, Cincinnati is around the corner. (laughs) Oh. Wait. Wait. But also, I mean... It's going to take a minute. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, Ohio's not that big, but also, like, realistically, you know, I don't like when geography doesn't make sense in a movie. Because if it's... It's going to take a minute. Yeah. It's going to take a couple hours. Yeah. And you ain't, you don't want to do all that. They met, so I guess the car, they keep running out of gas, too, on the highway. They run out of gas, like, twice. And I was like, now, y'all aren't doing this really well. And, like, I know you're on the run for, like, you know, this is your first time being fugitives, but, like, this is something you should consider. And they meet a sheriff who is going to take them to a gas station and get gas for them. Like, he's going to pay for it and everything. And I forget this actor's name, but I actually was like, damn, don't put no actor that I like in this 
in this scene because I think if if that's who I think it is, he's been in like a couple TV shows. And I was like, oh, I like that guy. No, <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want anything to happen. I didn't want anything to happen to him. Um, oh, you know what? He was in um, he was in Sons of Anarchy. Who was he in Sons of Anarchy? Let me look. He's on a lot of TV. He's on a lot of TV. Um, Luis? Luis Torres? He was, like, on the last... Hmm. I feel like he was in the last, like, either the second to last or last season. So he must have been in the um, in the other gang, which I can't remember. What's the gang? Not the black um. gang. The Latino The Mayans. He must have been a Mayan. If he wasn't, like, a mm. DEA agent or something like that. Um... Or whatever that other thing they were trying, whatever other crime <laughs> crime group they were trying to outrun, um, or investigation. So, uh, yeah, they lock this guy in his trunk because he realizes it's them because he gets a thing. And I was like, are they? How do they know they cross state lines to be like notifying someone in Kentucky about something that happened a couple hours ago in Ohio? Um, but he figures out that it's them and they end up locking him in their in his own tr- in the trunk of their car and they end up stealing his truck. Which I was like, okay, okay, maybe we're getting some fugitive stuff in there. And then it just it I don't know, girl. <laughs> and it, you're right, it is like the Underground Railroad of of fugitive movies. And they steal this truck and they go on and then they get hungry. Then they stop at it's, that gas station with that white boy. Is that when everybody doing kick flips? Oh wait, no, no, no. That's with the black kid. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still the middle. Somehow it's still the middle of the night, and they stop. Um, and there's like a bunch of kids, and I guess don't they pay one of the kids to go get some food for them? So they, have to mm-hmm. go they play. Terio to get the food. Don't do Terio like. <laughs> Whatever happened to little Terio? Terio be rapping. Does he really? I tried to Google. Yeah, him. Terio. I don't, I don't see anything about him. He less. He was rapping. But how long ago was that? He has to be like. Like earlier this year. Oh no. Oh no, he's only thirteen. Boy, why I thought little Terio is way older. <laughs> That child was born in 2007. Good Lord. Um, Yeah, no. So, I I guess they found out from this kid that they're, that somebody, I guess that the cops released the dash cam video of the shooting. And so, and the dash cam video looked like a, Slim just was like, pow, pow, like, was just shooting folks. Yeah, no, of course they cut it off. You know, they never put the struggle or any of the other shit. Like, they're, they're going to edit it down. Um, They did show him shooting her first. So I was like, well, at least they showed that her. Uh, they probably, you know, spun it as, like, self-defense for the cops. And, and he was afraid. So I think they know now that people know who they are, which is, like, a good and bad thing. Cause I was trying to remember. I was trying to think. I was like, they didn't talk about really a lot about social media on this. Like they allude to it through like younger people talking to them, um, but they never talk about social media, 
Like, they never talk about, like, hashtags or or any other thing, like, online. I thought that was very weird because that's such a huge part of a lot of movements nowadays. And that's how a lot of us sort of get the, the other side that the mainstream news probably wouldn't tell you. And I thought that was very strange because they don't have phones, which, okay, I get because they don't want to be tracked by, like, GPS and stuff. Um, so that's smart. But then I was also like, this misses a large chunk of the conversation because the only thing we get is that, oh, we're rooting for y'all. I was like, okay, I guess, but, like, we're not going to see any of that other stuff online or whatever. I thought it was very, very weird to, like, omit that part of the story. Because, I mean, half the time, the only reason why we find out about most of this stuff is because it is on the internet. Yeah. So, I thought that was very Also, strange. like, bringing that up, that that part is what the story is missing. Like, if we're writing this story, like, if we're writing this story, we should have three point, like, we should have three points of view then. We should have them on the run. We should have, like, what the inciting event. Um, and then we should have the the social media, like someone, an outsider filming what happened. Yeah. As it happened. Or something like a, I don't know. Cause how does it, how does this, <sighs> like, how does this sort of underground railroad really work? <laughs> if there's, we, I don't know. I mean, it's not like we can't imagine a world without social media. Like we're old enough to know what life was like before, but I just don't understand how they were figuring this shit out. Um, in 2019 or whenever this is supposed to be set. It, it, modern, present day. Yeah. It's just going off the motivate. Like, I feel like it's just going off the inherent thing that cops are bad. And yeah. Yeah. But it's right, but like. You're missing parts, girl. Yeah. Like, it's missing that. Out, like, for this story to be what this story is in the way that. What it in the way that all what is based on? If you're writing this story, you have to have all the other parts too. Right, y'all yeah, missing a lot. Hey y'all! So editing Ashley here. Just wanted to note, um, since we were talking about things that you know Queen and Slim and kind of left out, we actually left out something, which is that the cop um, from the beginning, the one that they end up shooting. Uh, was actually involved in a previous altercation where he um, shot and killed someone else and, of course, was never uh, convicted of any crime. He's actually, you know, back on his beat. And that's really the reason why a lot of people admire uh, Queen and Slim for, you know, and are rooting for them on their, you know, fugitives journey across the United States Um so that factors into some of the our later conversations where we don't really understand why people really uh, admire these two um, for what they did, or at least, you know, are making comparisons, I guess, to revolutionaries when, you know, that's felt like a little bit of a stretch. But 
Um, it still feels like a stretch, but just wanted to note that, um, just in case it, it's maybe is a little confusing, um, to those of y'all who have watched the movie. Okay. Bye. Um, so somehow they hit this man's dad or they hit this child's dad. Cause I guess it's his <laughs> dad's restaurant and this kid, this kid was, or his dad was calling him all kinds of niggas <laughs> Like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> and I think somebody's like, Oh, were you those people? And she's like, We're not guilty, or something like that. And I was like, She's not on trial. I'm yelling at the why are you doing the lawyer thing now, girl? Mm. It's either at this part or the part with the sheriff, but you know, um. <laughs> I think somebody asked her if she's a lawyer. Somehow the the, the top of her being a lawyer comes up and she's like, I'm an excellent lawyer. And I was like, are you though? Mm. Debatable. I was about to say, that's to be debated. This woman is lying, um, your honor. <laughs> like. Um, her, uh, go ahead. Because <laughs> when we get into her backstory, It's a lot going on. It's a lot happening. I do want to say that before we get to her backstory, first of all, the dad told uh, his son that he had plenty of hoes. Um, yes. And that I guess his mama was one of the hoes. But wasn't the only one. Not the only one. He's got plenty with his little broke down leg. And then they're taking him to the hospital and he's trying to like, like, you know, direct them there. And I forget which one of them called. I think it's either the dad calls him them this talking about they're the new Black Panthers. <laughs> and I said, oh, I see what's happening. And I I was towing the line being like, you know, I hope they won't, but... How? Like, how? Yeah, how? Are you talking about, like, the shooting cops part? Like, the assumption like, core part? Because like, they're not, though. <sighs> Let me just tell y'all this. <laughs> Black Panther imagery has been really weighing heavily on my mind lately because a lot of people like to use it, um, specifically celebrities, specifically musicians. Not that's that musician. There are other musicians that have been um, trying to adopt Black Panther um, regalia, you know, the, the berets and the, you know, and the, 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 they're trying to recreate the, the, um, what is it like the, the chair, the Huey Newton chair, where he's sitting in that, that wicker chair. You know mm. the picture, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I understand why people do it, but I also don't understand how people cannot. It's, it's people who like the aesthetic and don't know about any of the other stuff. And not to say like the Black Panthers were perfect because they were definitely not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But like, like it's just very, there's a huge disconnect when you sit up there and you're bragging about your million dollar house or whatever the fuck. And then you're trying to also play freedom fighter. It don't work. <laughs> it does not work. And I feel like in this scene too, it's just kind of like, I mean, they're not revolutionaries, are they? Is that what the idea is supposed to be? 
They don't. Well, the people from the outside don't know the whole what story happened yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, you probably think they just shot them. Yeah, and they don't, and they won't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bring it to the end. <laughs> I just be very concerned when people try to adopt Black Panther things because they never do the actual. Like the actual like ideology and the socialism involved. <laughs> Once you get to the socialism and the and the not hoarding your wealth wealth part, suddenly people are like, "Well, I don't know what you're talking about, girl." <laughs> suddenly, I can't read. But yeah, it, it. I don't like it. I feel like we need to. Like that's that's part of our history and stuff, but just isn't. Like I don't know if they realize that. Like you can't. You can't have both, bruh. You can't you can't do both. Yeah. And it's not enough to just pose in a picture with your fist in the air and then go and hoard some money. <laughs> like it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Um and so yeah, I did not like that part. But yeah, I guess if we get to like like we talking about Queen's like backstory and also this scene with the white boy wherever the fuck they were at. And he's putting the gun at Slim in the convenience oh, store. Why was that happening? That was weird. As, why was uh, that a scene? I didn't understand why it was in there. What? And I didn't understand why it was happening. See, that's the thing, too. Why you, uh, the Clyde and Bonnie and Clyde, why are you letting somebody else hold your gun? <laughs> That's not what would happen in this situation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is what I've been talking about. I wanted to see some like full on, like we don't give a fuck, we'll shoot you dead in your face. Because that's what Bonnie and Clyde would do. Yeah. And that, I know that's not like possible in this country for us because that means a SWAT team is coming down and kicking you down your door. <laughs> But, like, I just don't, like, it's just, I don't know. And I was like, why would you give this kid your gun? I was like, he's a kid in the country. Of course he likes guns. He knew more about the gun than Slim did. Because Slim is... Not smart. Not smart. Also, he is kind-hearted. He is And he love God. He love God. I love God. He's the God in me. That that's that's slim. Okay, I'll give him that then. But also, I was like, I wouldn't give nobody my gun. Cause yeah, I think he showed I mean, it to him to like intimidate him into like letting them have the money to get more gas because they don't have any money or something like that. Wasn't his whole plan, or was he getting food or something? They ain't got no money. I think. Whatever the situation was, they don't have any money. I think he was showing him the gun to like intimidate him, but it wasn't really working. And I don't understand that part because Daniel, we've seen Daniel be intimidating in movies. <laughs> Ooh, when he was in Widows. Take the scene from Widows. When he was in Widows and he looked at that man in his face. Yeah, I guess that's not his characterization, but I'm also thinking like, why? Like, wouldn't this moment transform you a little bit into being more like ruthless because you're a survival? Your survival depends on it now. 
Yeah, your survival depends on people not being in your way. You go giving people guns. I was like, I would never. <laughs> like, what do you know? And then, like, I think he notices too that they're in the the paper mm-hmm. as well. Um, but then we get to New Orleans, and the best part of the movie happens. This is the best part of the movie. I would also say, uh, I'm no surprise that Solange was featured, like. Uh, like a Solange song was featured and I was like please don't bring her into this don't bring her into this but then I was like no she would she would probably like this <laughs> so I was like never mind she's probably loving this and like uh, the Megan song was featured and I was like okay oh, I like yeah. that yeah I was trying to figure out what song that was because at first I didn't realize like where they were um, because it didn't look like New Orleans, like it doesn't, I mean, it didn't, I don't know. None of the houses at first like looked like any like New Orleans style, like road houses or anything like that, or any of like the bigger, like more plantation houses kind of thing. But then, um, yeah, they're playing some bounce music. And at first I thought it was Big Frida, but it's Megan. And it's my favorite. Like, it's the best thing about the entire movie. Like, that's. That's it. Like this, that's the best thing the movie has done. Yeah, because um, <laughs> they go to stop by her uncle's house. I don't even know. I guess she was just like, "Here, go here or whatever." I was like, "Shout out to you for having navigational skills um, in these times." Because <laughs> not without my phone, I wouldn't. And she, like her uncle owns the house, but he's got like a gang of girls. Does he have like two girls, or is it three? I think it, I thought it was three, but then sometimes it's two. Yeah, it's like India Moore and like another um, woman that I don't remember her. She had the most beautiful uh, braids. Yes, there was um, like pink and blonde and calf linked. Love a good like sweeping the floor braid. Um, and uh, <laughs> at first I thought that was like like maybe his kids or something. I don't know why, but I don't think I peeped her whole outfit, and I was like, "Oh wait, I see what this is." So I guess he's a pimp. Is that his thing, or That's is that just I like see. his living girlfriends? I I don't know. I I assumed, but he was also giving like cam girl in certain parts, <sighs> like especially in like in their room specifically, where like that blue lighting was happening. And I was like, oh, well, maybe because I think I saw like a ring light too. But you know, maybe just for Instagram, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes all you need is a good background and a ring light, and you can make some shit happen for you on Instagram. Okay, noted. <laughs> Not that I have any <laughs> experience, but you know, you just, need, you just need a good pose. Let me get some backdrops. <laughs> I'm about to be like a Rebecca. Just get you, oh no. <laughs> Shout out 90 Day Fiance. We are coming back. Somebody invite us on their show to talk about 90 Day Fiance. I feel like that would be a good, like, multi-part episode. <laughs> um, because the season is back and we are excited. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I liked, I mean, like, they, she doesn't know these girls, I don't think. Um, but he's got a whole, so her <laughs> uncle is Bokeem with mine. Yes, Uncle Bokeem. The man shows up in every... <laughs> I was watching what was I watching uh, Dead Presidents the other day and he was in that and I forgot I forgot 
all that happens in Dead Presidents. I don't think I've ever seen surprised. Dead Presidents. If it's what I'm... Is that the one with um with Cameron? No, it's uh, a war movie with uh, Petite King, uh, Louis Tate. Oh, wait. What am I thinking then? What are you thinking? There's a movie with Cameron. Cameron is in a movie. Yeah, he is. I don't remember which one. <laughs> oh, that's paid in full. There yeah, that is. Nope, I'm fine. I've seen that as well because you know how I do. I've also seen state property. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like during my Thanksgiving break, I need, just need to sit down and watch a whole bunch of movies because I know about these movies, but there's a lot of movies that I have not seen, including Dead Presidents. <laughs> it probably Paid in Full was on. I think I started watching it. I think I passed out. Whenever, when you know when you know when you unlock certain movies on Netflix, you you like you unlock the the you know, supporting black voices. <laughs> before they started doing that, before they started amplifying black voices, they would just hide the, the Negro movies way oh. down the deep. <laughs> and you had to watch like a certain movie and you would unlock, it was like a like the cheat code to unlock all the rest of them. Like Trina's Miami Tale? Sure was. I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of them. <laughs> I think I watched that and all of a sudden everything and Juice. I think Juice and some other ones. They'll unlock a whole bunch of, you know, just just push play or like add them to your queue and watch your life just unfold. Like the the wee chicken movie. I keep talking. Christ. Why <laughs> <laughs> wee chicken? <laughs> when you figure out what is it is the movie called Wee Chicken? It's not called Wee Chicken. Okay, when you figure out what it's called, please tell us. Okay. Um, once I once I find out, what movie did I see Bokeem with Don in like the last movie I watched? Because he's got a long filmography. Uh, girl, I'm trying to remember the one thing I can remember him being that I like remember this like off top was Fargo. He was in um, he was in that one. I think it's the second season of Fargo. And I was like, where is he doing here? <laughs> but he stays in the check. He stays in a film. He sure does. So, and he's been in movies, I think, since the early '90s. So he he is booked and busy all the time. Um, yeah, he's her uncle. They have like bad history. Like, what was the whole thing? Like, he went to war. He was in Iraq. He went to Iraq. Okay, but then and he came back and PTSD he wasn't doing well. Was it like PTSD or was it just kind of like, I don't have any money, I don't have any job kind of thing? It was... Or a combination of both? Um, I think it was a little bit of both. Okay. And I think I tuned wa- Miss Ma'am's out. <laughs> but this and it turned out... Okay, so she also had a thing with her mom where she was close to her mom when she was growing up. And then she, when she got older, she was like, deuces, mama, don't talk to me. And then... Her uncle came back from the war and was having a hard time readjusting um, to life outside of the military. And her mom wanted to sell the house, like their family house, and her her uncle didn't want to sell the house. So they got into a fight about it, and her uncle pushed the mom down the steps. Yeah, and killed her. Mm -hmm. Okay, but the first time they talked about it, he's like, oh, yeah. She's like, um, like he was her first client when she became a lawyer. 
Um, and he was like, I guess Slim was like, what did he do? And he, she was like, he killed my mom. And I was like, you in the house with somebody killing? <laughs> I, and she said I that thought, and then just rolled over and went to sleep. Yeah, I thought he was like, he like strangled your mom or he like shot your mom. So I was like, what are we doing in this house then? She says, but that seemed more like an accident, like an accidental death. Um, it's still fucked up, but I was like, uh, it's, whoa, okay. <laughs> I was very confused by that, that factor. Um, and this is like this whole scene, actually the whole part in this house is very interesting because like, first of all, New Orleans houses are beautiful. And I feel like the whole, like Melina really knows what she's doing in this part of the movie. Um, where it just like all, like it looks like what you would think people were like hyping it up visually, you know, I feel like it worked the best here. Um, and though he's got like a weird, I don't know what his situation with these girls are, but I think at one point they're like, you need to change your disguise or like y'all need to disguise yourselves. Uh, because they, she's been running around with these long ish, like Senegalese twists, I think. And they're beautiful. Yes. She is gorgeous. She is. She is. I'll give her... I'll just be wearing this white outfit. <laughs> gorgeous. With a brown duster. Gorgeous. She's she's wearing... So she was wearing all white Um, when he, she got shot. So she... um, They can't go to the hospital. There's no fucking... Nobody has stopped for a first aid. Don't really know. I think they, they've wrapped her leg. That's about it. Um, So she's kind of got like a bloody leg. That one time I remember trying to hitchhike, remember the sher- the, uh, the sheriff drove by and I was like, you stick out the bloody leg? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you stick out the bloody leg, ma'am? And so, there, like she doesn't want to cut her hair, which I thought was very weird. Cause I mean, it, I know it costs money, but you're on the run, ma'am. <laughs> and she... Like, a lot of the stuff that got her to, like, got them to this point was her idea. So she seems knowledgeable about things that they have to do, but she doesn't want to do things that make sense to protect themselves. She makes him drive. She makes him do, like, talk to the sheriff, or go to the sheriff. She, you know, they leave... <laughs> like the cop, like oh, everything was her idea. They leave the car in the front. Don't know why they did that. Y'all are on the run. Um, they have to cut their like they're. I mean, it's a good idea. First of all, you've been driving around in these nasty clothes for like I don't know how, like two days maybe, and then like you need to change your disguise or disguise yourself in some way. Uh, Slim ends up shaving his head or at least getting his head shaved by one of the girls. Can't remember which one does the hair and or does his hair at least, uh, which he looks fine. I liked him more with hair. Yeah, it was different. His little facial hair. He looks like super young without hair. I don't know. Yeah, he looks like he did on on um, on Black Mirror. Yeah. That's what I told my mom. I was like, he looks like he's on Black Mirror and that was forever ago. I don't know how I feel about this because he's like my age. And I was like, he looks like he's like 18 or something. Like it's very, it's very. And on Skins. 
Posh Kenneth. What up, Posh Kenneth? If y'all don't know, Daniel was on um, classic UK television show Skins for like the first season. I think he's like maybe like a secondary or even a tertiary character, but he played a character called Posh Kenneth, um, which I think his whole character, he tried to walk around like he was some like grime boy, um, like UK gangster, and he definitely <laughs> was out there sipping tea at 3 p.m. <laughs> With speaking the finest of Queen's English. <laughs> and so... <laughs> His little character, uh, his little character was cute. He didn't really have that many lines, but that's to to see him. Can I just say to see him and like Dev Patel and like what's his name Nicholas Holt and Homeboy that was on Game of Thrones, the one who played Chris. To see them all, like if you had told me um, back in two thousand and seven, well, um, Ben Girl was on C. Um, oh, Kaya, Kaya, I ignore her. How do you say um, her last name? Scatellario girl. Effie. Uh, yeah. I hate Effie. Oh, you're talking so about who you on? I don't like Effie either. Cassie. Cassie was on Game of Thrones too. Oh, she was? I didn't know she had. Who? She was doing other things. Good for her. Yeah, Cassie. Cause she, her, she, she, I see, I watched some Game of Thrones. I and I was like, that's, I seen her on there. I was like, good for you. Yeah. Good. Cause I haven't seen her in the last stuff. And I think I never really watched the third, the third group of people, but, um. That was my favorite after the first. The third group? I never got that far. I couldn't get past Freddy. I still can't. It made me sad. So. Oh, I ain't, I ain't like Effie, so I ain't watched the second year. Well, I did. And there was a brutal, brutal murder. <laughs> Oh, I know what happened. R.I.P., bruh. And it hurt me so hard. <laughs> and I had, like, I was a little shook after that one. But, yeah, all the people on Skins, like, if you had told me way, way back when, like, watching this shit on, like, random Asian sites, um, risking my, you know, my college <laughs> enrollment to, to bootleg Skins in the, in the, um, in the computer lab, you guys sat there and told me that I would be sitting here looking at these people at the Oscars, like, years later. I would be like, girl, what? <laughs> and these are Oscar-nominated actors. I think the only one who hasn't been of oh, that group is probably, uh, what's his name, Jack O'Connell? But for a while, I think he was pushing, he'd be acting too. Um, so I was like, damn, what is in the skin's water? Talent. Talent tree. Talent tree. If you go back and watch those old episodes of Dev Patel in his underwear, child. <laughs> Looking like a toothpick. <laughs> God bless Anwar. God bless. Um <laughs> uh, so yeah, um yeah, they cut his hair. I think she initially she eventually gets her braids. Take or her twist taken down, which I read something about. Like, I I don't know if I noticed this, but she initially didn't like want the girl touching her. Like, she looked like she felt a way about her taking her hair down. Did you notice that? I I feel like that has something to do with her not wanting nobody to have like nothing to do with her. Okay, cause she she stank like her attitude stank. <laughs> her attitude is real stank it's stank for no reason is 
or no, I guess no apparent reason. You know, some people got it. You know, you see them like, okay, I see why you got that attitude, girl. I support. But some people are like, good, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> what is your problem, girl? Um, but yeah, so the girl's taking out her braids and I don't, I don't know if this fits in the trope, but I like, really don't like it when people have the, the natural hair awakening when they take down their hair and they're just like, oh, I can, I can be free to live my, my life and be myself without my braids and, I, and my weave. And this was, you, t- you mean like Napoli ever after girl? You don't like that Napoli ever after? Whatever Napoli ever, it wasn't that the one with Sanaa. Mm-hmm. Didn't she, and she did that same thing in something new when she took down her weave. <laughs> I really I watched that this year. What something new for the first time? No, I've seen it before. Oh. They went. To, I was. I had a moment while I watched it. It was funny. I mean, it's not a terrible movie. It gets. A, it's a little bit. You know, it gets. It it toes the line of being like, oh girl, what is this? <laughs> but. Um, I mean, I've seen it a couple of times. It's not, it's not terrible, I guess. It's just kind of, it's kind of corny, but you know, if you need a, a good, good, um, I guess like a slight conversation about race <laughs> or interracial relationships and stuff like that, I guess. Yeah. And then also she did the, um, what's it? Beyond the lights too. There's another one where she's all like weaved up and stuff and then she cuts her hair and I'm like. And she went to a beach and stood out on the sand and looked. And felt like herself for the first time in years. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Then she got to detangle and shampoo and all that this shit. This shit is I annoying, mean... okay? I'm looking at my hair right now. And I'm like, I don't want to comb this. this just... I put braids back in recently because she... I would like somebody to put braids in my hair because I don't know how to do that. Um, I will pay if you don't, you know... We are both wearing masks. Someone please, please help me out. Um, Yeah, but she eventually gets her hair done. They take forever. I was like, who cuts their... Her hair wasn't even that long in the first place. I was like, why are you being so precious with it? Like, chop that shit down. (laughs) Chop it off. (laughs) But I guess, you know, that's not aesthetically pleasing. Oh, because she was taking her sweet ass time unraveling them twists. And I guess Slim is like contemplating... Like, this whole time, Slim is contemplating, like, what am I doing here, and blah, blah, blah. But um, eventually, they have to move on because um, the girl with pink braids, I guess, has been, like, sleeping with this cop, and the cop comes um, because there's a, like, there's a complaint because him and, uh, or no, her and Bokeem Woodbine are, like, arguing over, I don't even remember what at this point. Um, and he, the cop notices the truck outside and is like, oh, where'd you get that? Is that like a new vehicle or whatever? Um, so he's like basically woking with mine. He's like, you got to tell about here. I don't know where you're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's time for you to move on. And they end up taking his, uh, one of his nice cars. I don't remember what kind of car this is. They end up basically their whole idea is like they'll be hiding in plain sight because she is wearing <laughs> these like snake skin like Mary J. Blige boots <laughs> and like a leopard print dress. And then Slim is wearing like a velour tracksuit and like white Nikes and like a white t-shirt underneath. And then they're driving this like, like bright ass, like turquoise blue, uh, like classic car. 
I love that car so much. It was a nice car. I won't lie. Like I, I felt that I, I enjoyed the car immensely and I was like, okay, I get it. And they end up setting their truck on fire, which I was like, nobody's going to notice this. <laughs> this car fire. This car fire. I was like, shit might be a little rough in New Orleans. But I feel like somebody would notice the car fire. <laughs> but all right. And I don't even remember. Don't they go to like a diner? Like you see them falling in love with each other. Not a diner, but like a club. Like he's, first of all, Pause. Why, when they're in this car, he's playing Slim Thug? Wasn't it still tipping? I believe him. I feel like it was still tipping. And I was like, okay, okay. I feel. And I was like, wait, they're not going to Texas, are they? Because, oh, I forgot. We didn't mention this, too. Like, they're talking at the table. And this goes back to what you said about her, like, having ideas and not doing them. And then, like, you know, he's kind of going along with it. His idea is to go to Cuba. And I was like, okay, Asada. That's fine. <laughs> and they're going to, he's like, oh, we can escape to Cuba because they don't extradite to like America or whatever. And so we can go to Cuba and, um, and like live out the rest of our days or whatever. And she's like, well, how are we going to get there? And how are we going to do this? And, and Boku Mubayan was like, well, girl, he's having ideas. Like think bigger. <laughs> Cause I don't know what her idea. She was just saying like, we could just take one of your cars and keep driving. Girl, drive where? <laughs> you know how in um the game when tasha and mac would be like med school this is how i kept talking to her but like calling her law school i'm like it's <laughs> all that education i mean rudy giuliani is a lawyer i debate that heavily <laughs> At this point, when did he get that law degree? 1959. I mean, it's up to date. He acting like enough. Oh, let me see. So he's he's submitted his application to continue practicing in in like New York State or wherever. Yeah, it's up to date enough for him to be embarrassing himself. So, girl, that picture of him with that shit dripping down his face. I thought y'all were saying he had like an aneurysm and he like bled like (laughs) there's blood coming from his ear. But no, it was just um, just for men hair dye. (laughs) <laughs> they can just be old. You old. Y'all look like the Crypt Keeper. They want to. They just want to keep it fresh. They want to keep it new. I think I really broke my finger. Oh, oh my God, Brittany. <laughs> put your fucking finger in some ice. And let's <laughs> I'm too poor for ice. No, you cannot be. <laughs> I won't let. No. Please go get a bucket of ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah, but back to still tipping. She fucking turns off Slim Thug. Who does that? This is why so, I was like, I've reached my limit with you, ma'am. Just rude. She just rude. Right. Like, uh, oh my god! I just realized in my notes, I forgot when she was talking to her uncle. She's talking about taking the car, and he's like, "Hell no, you can't take my car!" And she's like, "Well, this is what we're gonna do." And then she said, "Do you agree to my terms or not?" And I was like, "Who the fuck would say that in real life?" Anyway, I think this is when they stopped for like live music, which I was like, "What?" But then you find out that like this is first of all like a black club. I don't know where, 
Um, and the juke joint. Yes, it's uh, basically the juke joint. And they're in this like tiny little hole in the wall and they're dancing to music. And I think he goes up to the bar to get them something. And she was like, it's on the house. Like, don't worry, you're safe here. So people know them, um, which I, for some reason, I think people won't recognize them. I was like, y'all ain't changed that much. Y'all, all you do is cut his hair and take down your braids. Like, but honestly, what more can you do? What, in this situation? Yeah. That's- like, because you everywhere. Yeah. You can't really amazing Amy the situation. Because amazing Amy, like, don't look like nothing. Amazing Amy looks like every um, mom on Facebook. Yeah, like, amazing Amy look like a white lady. Yeah. Like, she looks like a white lady. Yes. When you picture a white lady, don't matter don't matter who you're actually picturing, that's amazing Amy. Yes. She, that's who she looks she like. She just looks like a random white woman. Yes. You could use her as like stock footage or stock photography as like for any like fake Facebook profile if you felt like it because she just looks like a random white lady. Like it's nothing distinctive about her. Whereas Jody Turner Smith is very tall and very pretty. Has beautiful skin, amazing bone structure. Yes. Not to say that uh, well, uh, do not remember her name that plays amazing Amy <laughs> doesn't is not like I guess like pretty or something, but like Jody is a showstopper. Like, does she model? I'm pretty sure she models. She should. She should. She really should. I think she does, but she should if she doesn't. Yeah. But she's very very tall and very pretty. like you. Actually, you she's got, only like five nine. She must just have long legs in general. Oh, that's tall to me. But you know, I thought you me, were a five know, nine stallion. A, a, you know, stallion. You know how we do. Or <laughs> <laughs> she's taller than slim in them heels, which I actually enjoyed that part. That they actually let her be taller than him, like visibly taller than him. But I also, like. Everybody just secretly, like, everybody knows who they are. Like, it's okay. You're safe here. And it's like, come on now, y'all. Yeah. Um. I mean, depending like, on where they are. They're not in a big city. Oh, Daniel is actually 5'9". So she's actually, they're both the same height, I guess. Did you know he was a petite king? I mean... Yeah, I was gonna say it's five nine petite, but we've established that we've long established that that is in fact no, yeah, yeah, he no, he's a petite king. Sorry, um, yeah, I don't really, I you know, I the part I like about this scene is that they're in the little bar and she's like standing in front of that like um, was it like a leopard or cheetah mural and it's like green and then like she's in like her leopard print. Um, outfit and I was like okay this is nice styling or whatever and they're dancing I guess they're like starting to feel each other because before they were arguing a lot which I mean this is a high stress situation but they were arguing a lot um why would you turn off some thug like I child and then (laughs) um they're like starting to get to know each other better and talk about oh I want a man that like sees the ugly parts of her or whatever and then I forgot what he what did he basically say I want to ride or die yeah, I want somebody to be my legacy. I want a woman to be my legacy. That's what I leave behind. And I was like, what the fuck is this conversation? <laughs> like, 
Okay, like I understood her parts of yes. the conversation. Like I got where she was coming from because we understood her backstory. Yeah, she's where had a really, she has been through it. Yeah, she's had a fucked and up she's life. She's come through. Yes, and she doesn't really talk to people. So I guess her thing is she wants somebody to be vulnerable with, and he wants somebody to be his widow. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> and I was like, who? Like, who talks like this? If somebody, if somebody came up to me, it was like, Brittany, I want you, baby girl, to be my legacy. I would be like, get the fuck out my face. Somebody like, has said this before. I know they have. It's a- Darius from Love Jones. <laughs> you know what, too? It kind of reminds me of like all of them. All of those like reality shows and stuff when they're like all like when people have met each other or known each other for like two days and they're like I would never hurt you. I just I, I love you. I see all, all the great things about you and you're a great man. I just I would never hurt you. And I'm like, how do you know that? Why are you saying all these things that you can't even back up? You don't know these people. <laughs> do you know their mama name? <laughs> No, she does not know his name because she wouldn't let him see his mama before they left. Until you know somebody's mama name, you don't know that person. You got to know their mama name. And even if they overshare, like, you still don't really know them. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on, bruh. Man. I And then oh, this other part, like, I okay, first of all, going back to legacy, quick. The, the the fact that he has said that he, like, didn't really care about, like, other people knowing who he was or whatever, but then I guess he decided that whoever his wife would be would be his legacy, like, I mean, does he mean, like, the family that he create? Or what? Like, I thought that was very odd. Like. And out of step with the rest of his character. I assumed so. Like, whatever he creates, that would be his legacy. Like, whatever memories he created with his family, that would be what he leaves behind. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what other people thought of him. What matters was what he created with his loved ones. Okay. Okay, that makes more sense. I just, this rider But also, what the fuck you got? Like, why are you saying this (laughs) to somebody you met 24 hours ago? Because they're trauma bonding, Brittany. But at the same time, people say this on a regular first date, and it's like, it just seems don't like something you say in somebody's DMs. Like, I want to create a legacy <laughs> with you, girl. I want to stay low and build with you, girl. <laughs> Shout out to that man. Whoever said stay low and build, that was a have me hooting <sighs> and hollering <laughs> for years to come. That's your legacy. <laughs> That is his legacy. He, I wonder if he's still building. <laughs> I hope he finished too. Put a roof on that bitch. It keeps- <laughs> <laughs> it's been years. <laughs> that foundation is solid though. Hey, listen. Mm. You put some work into that foundation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put some work into that foundation. The house will stand. Put me, hire me as your motivational speaker. I'm here. I got the metaphors. I'm ready. <laughs> also, this other conversation, they talk about skinny Luther versus fat Luther. And see, she can't be trusted. He right. 
She's somebody she like skinny Luther, not because he was a better singer or better like the songs were better, is because like I was like, this girl is very fat phobic girl. Like, it was fat phobic. She was like, she's like he had better energy and his clothes fit and he could like dance around and stuff. Did Luther dance? Is that what she says? She said something to that effect of like Luther ain't never did no kind of jeans <laughs> in his like, life. I was like, how do you know he had more energy, sis? Like fat phobia, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and you, a house is not a home versus um, that song. Be like, take it to the movies, to the park. I have you hope. Oh, I used no. to love that fucking no. song. No, <laughs> absolutely not. They used to come on no. a lot on uh on one hundred five point seven down here. That's not classic, but um, yeah, she lying. <laughs> the closer I get to you versus anything, no. <laughs> no, she see see that's her problem. Ah, she didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> she didn't know what she was talking about. Oh Lord, Amen. Um, <laughs> this is why I was like, this girl can't be trusted, y'all. And then they go on somebody's horse. You know, they're just falling in love with each other. I was very confused about why they were getting on somebody's horse. And y'all wanted y'all wanted for murder. Um, but I guess, you know, if you, you know, feeling free, you might want to get on somebody's horse randomly. Cause <laughs> although if you're in the country, people know when you're on their, on their land, that's their home. Yeah. Land. Get off my they don't even have, they do you don't even have to be outside. You don't even have to be on their land. You could just sneeze on it and they don't know. My so, so yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, also too, he ends up calling his father for the first time because the car breaks down again for God knows whatever reason. And they have to take it to the, uh, to the, to the, a mechanic. And he's like, I know who you are. You're not going to scare me. He's like, I'll do the work, but it's going to cost you or whatever. And of course they didn't have no money. Um, and he ends up stealing the phone to call his father and his father talks to him for all of like five seconds. And then you figure out that they're trying to trace the call. Um, like Which, duh. Duh. Like, why is he so dumb? I don't know. You know, I mean, people don't. I can see why, because he didn't get to say bye. He misses his family. We've already, you know, he's a big family person, so I get it. But I think his dad hung, hangs up on them before it's, you know, because you have to establish. They make you stay on those things for a long time to, like, establish a connection until mm-hmm. they can figure out where you are. Um, So he hangs up before they can figure it out. Um. But, I mean, everybody's looking for them anyway. And then this is the part, girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> that like. Lena will not be seeing the pearly gates. So, like, during this scene with the mechanic, the mechanic is like, yeah, I'm not like these other nigga dogs who <laughs> think y'all did a good thing. I forgot about this part. <laughs> I don't. I don't think y'all did a good thing. I think y'all need to be in jail. Y'all need to pay for y'all crimes. But I will help you I anyway. will take that sweet dollar. Wait, no, they didn't have no money. So what? why would he help them? No, he had, they had money. They had, like, she gave them all their money. Oh, like, okay. The money I had. forgot. Okay, I didn't. I don't think I remembered that part. But okay, yeah. So then like, shoot. I don't, that almighty I don't dollar. That. And I'm not so, like the rest of these Negroes, mom. I think I quote that like every fucking episode. <laughs> but yeah, no, he did. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. He was like, um, 
he she was like well if you i don't trust you with my car because they kept like so when you gonna be done with my car when yeah they're hovering my car and he was like y'all getting on my damn nerves yes it's, and, it's very annoying when somebody's hovering over you while you're trying to work <laughs> and so he was like okay um let's do like a trade and she was like yeah and she was like i don't want anything that's like house keys or anything and he's like okay i'll give you something valuable and so he sends them off with her his son and so (laughs) we train kids now (laughs) they spend the day with junior and junior is talking about i want to be remembered how old is this kid he's got to be junior's like 14 yes no more than 15 i would say He's like, I want to be remembered. And like his major thing is just he wants to be remembered and how much he looks up to them and what they did, which I don't know what we're doing here. I was like, I don't get this part. Is it the shooting part or is it this like you took like or is it the running away like? I mean, because people don't usually in these situations, um, uh, when they're interactions with cops, um, usually there is no sort of like self defense, um, because they will shoot you for literally doing anything, nothing. You can't be, you don't even have to be moving, and they'll shoot you. Um, it doesn't matter. So I guess in that sense, but also I was kind of like, like what else have they done since they? D- since they left the scene like on the run like what else have they done mm-hmm. I felt the way about this but I don't really know how to feel yeah uh, like I, well, know, I, I don't get it I don't understand what he is looking up to here and I we see what he looks up to later and this is why Lena wait might be going to hell, but <laughs> Alina, you are not seeing the Frelly Gates. You will not even take a glimpse of their glistening splendor. <laughs> so not a, not a no. Was this James's lot, fault or was it Harder's fault? I don't know. Somebody decided to get spicy with the script, and they got they put a little too much pepper on it. A little too much dip on your chip. I. They, I was upset. No, this is awful. I was so mad. And like, and this is when I was like, you know what? <laughs> Me and Ashley finna fight because I am mad. That one already told me like what the thing was like in the, in our group chat or whatever. And so I was like, oh, but I was like, is she gonna readily tell me that? That means that can't be the worst thing that happens in this movie, but it really might be because <laughs> I think there's, and- there's multiple people I've seen who are like, I'm gonna start. Watch, I'm gonna watch Clean and Slim, and then like maybe. An hour later, they were like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. And then somebody else comments like, oh, you saw the protest scene. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then I, the like, like what Davlin told. Can prepare you for it. Well, like, like what Davlin said was what happens. But then there is more that happens after that, which we could discuss here in five seconds. But like both parts are really just not good. Um, I don't remember what happens. Like, I think they're basically like, you're too young to have, like, be thinking about, like, leaving a legacy 
and all that stuff, which I was like, well, maybe he's not, depending on, like, these dangerous streets or whatever. Um, but that's still, like, a really heavy thing um, for, like, a kid to be talking about. And so they get the car back, and they go drive to, like, a cemetery, and this is when he she tells them the rest of the story about her mother, right? Like, this is in the cemetery. Yes. And then... I think the kid had told them, like, there's going to be a protest for y'all tomorrow. And I was like, again, I was a little confused, but I was like, you know what? Let's just keep, let's keep moving. And, um, <laughs> so I don't know what happens. I don't know if it's just the stress of the situation, but they get to getting Queen and Slim decide to have car sex. And I was like, you know what? He's not naked enough most, me. most stories like this do contain a scene like this. Yeah. Right? So I, I figured, like, okay, we're going to get a, a sex scene. Cool. Let's, I was, been, I've been this. waiting. You know what, Tumblr? Because you don't have any more, you crack down on the gifts. I haven't seen that one gif from this scene. So I was like, is there even a sex scene in this movie at all? And I was looking respectfully. I was looking disrespectfully because I was like, why is he not shirtless? I mean. Take them off. <laughs> she ain't got no clothes. <laughs> Take them off. Um, I love the fact that they are both. They're about the same color, I think. It looks very nice. That was very, it was lit very nicely. I'll give Melina that. Who is the, who's the cinematographer on this? Who's responsible for writing? The cinematography. Who is the cinematographer on this film? Um, I'm going to look them up. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was kind of, I was like, wait. I mean, this is, I was like, oh, this is the scene. Because I was like, okay, they're having sex. But then I was like, okay, I mean, this isn't terrible. But then the fucking protest. Don't. So. Why? While 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 they're having sex in the car, it's cut with like the protests and the escalating violence at the protest. While the queen is getting her back blown out in the car, uh. <laughs> and it just cuts back and forth between those two scenes. Um, I don't know what this is supposed to mean or tell us. It's not good but is what it is. It's very disorienting and it's very jarring and very upsetting. And it makes you angry. Like it makes you angry. Um, because at one point, um, Junior, a cop is like, Junior is really involved in the protest mm-hmm. and he is approached by a cop who's like, hey, little boy, you need to go home. It's a black cop. Like, it's, that. Yeah, he's, he's a black cop. He's like, you need to go home. It's getting a little wild out here. And I think you just need to go. Um, and the cop like raises his like face shield and Junior's like, no, you need to get out my face. And he's like, no, nah, you need to go home. He's like, it's cool, but you need to just leave. And then Junior pulls out a gun and shoots the cop in the face. Yeah. And it's like, what? 
is happening? Uh, and why did this Why is this intercut with this sex scene? Like, I don't understand why this... Like, I, I don't understand oh, why this happens. And I don't... I don't understand this. I don't understand why this happened in this way in this movie. Like, this, these two scenes happened together. Why wouldn't this happen, like, after the diner? Or not the diner, after the, the, the juke joint? Yeah. Or something and, like, why would you Why would you think this is okay? And I don't understand why... Ju- like, I don't understand why Junior would want to be remembered like this. I because- guess it's like martyrdom. Like, people think, like, being a martyr is, like, cool. I guess, especially, like, if you're younger, you might not realize. Um, because, like, in most, like, in the in the in what's happening, the the cops are causing harm. So this is self-defense. Like, this is self-defense. And we're watching it, we're protesting because it's self-defense. So in junior, well, he might not be old enough to realize that. No, I don't think he's, that's the thing. It's like your your little 14-year-old mind hasn't molded, doesn't have enough wrinkles on it. (laughs) Still smooth-brained. Um... To really understand the nuances here. Um, and like, I mean, black cops are kind of just right in with the rest of them, honestly. Um, sometimes even more so because they have to prove stuff to their uh, compatriots, I guess. And the community. And the community until they end up being, um, dare I say, worse <laughs> in some instances. Um but he was basically like, you need to get out of here because they're throwing tear gas and stuff. And he was like, no, come at me. And I was just kind of like, what on earth? <laughs> why would you have this? Like, it just, I mean, I get like why he kind of misconstrues the whole thing. Um, and I don't really know what Lena's like whole like, I don't... game for this whole thing. But the editing this in with the sex scene, I was like, ma'am. I... I don't understand Not it. even a glimpse. Not even a glimpse of the clouds. <laughs> you, you will not. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't. I, I was like, you really aren't. Because I just knew about the sex scene in the protest. I was like, okay. Maybe it's just some little hokey protest. But I was like, no, you, there's a kid that murdered. Like, it's, it's a baby. Like, and. Luckily, it, you don't see him get, like, killed. But, like, your assumption is that he is shot, shoot, like, soon after that. Which is what happens. It's. Uh, <laughs> We're still at a loss for words. I don't like. I don't. It's un. It's unnecessary. Like it's unnecessary. Like I. It's unnecessary, and I understand. Like you already have your message, so you don't need that additional. <laughs> like you don't need that additional message. Like you don't need that. No, I've been... and also like the ki- again, you're telling this story. The kids who are living in this world right now are not getting that message from what's happening. Yeah, I that's don't... not the message they're getting. I don't. I mean, yeah, 
that's not what they're taking home with them. Like, that's not it. That's not what their parents are telling them. That's not the message that they're getting. Okay, I look at the screen. It is cut exactly like this. She wrote this exactly how it is on the screen. Like, parents are explaining to their children what's happening. That That's not the message. Yeah, I mean... And honestly, like she a- should be ashamed for writing it like that, I- honestly. <laughs> so she, yeah, she should be ashamed. I'm very confused by this. Uh, yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe, like, you know, because scripts don't always make it to the screen exactly how they are written. You know, you rip stuff up, you change stuff. That's very common, but she wrote this exactly like this. It was, I was mad. Like, I was mad. The whole character of Julia just made me just mad. I mean, it made me mad and it made me sad. And she going to hell. <laughs> the other thing is, too, he's the one who takes the picture of them, which I also thought was very interesting because he took it with a regular film camera. I'm like, what do you, do you even know how to operate one of those? Like, where did you find one of those? <laughs> was that at your daddy's house? Like, what is this? But he's the one who takes a picture of them. Um, like, she's sitting on the car and he's like leaned up against it or whatever. Um, so he takes the infamous photo of them and like, um, on their car. Um, and I should also say that the, the cinematographer is named Tat Radcliffe. He's a white guy, um, who has, I guess, cinematographered (laughs) cinnamon. He sprinkled that good cinnamon. He's doing the cinematography. (laughs) He's doing the cinnamon Popography, um, uh, the movies, uh, White Boy Rick, seventy one. This movie, and I want to say another movie, but I don't. So wait, uh, and a movie called Pride, um, hmm. which I've heard of but not seen. I think he's British. From what I'm, um, what I'm getting from this is that he's British because the oh, he he didn't do some cinematography on some other stuff. Oh, I didn't see all the rest of these. Hold on. Oh, he did Top Boy. Oh, he did Lovecraft Country. One episode. I don't remember which episode this. Is it the first one? Um, That's the first one. Sundown. Oh, he he did good cinematography. Okay, okay. You set the tone. Thank you, the tone. We did. You set the tone. Come on now. Oh, he did. He said a lot of Arctic Monkeys something. He's done a what? He's done a what? Okay, wait. It's a camera and electrical department. He did something for Arctic Monkeys. Um, excuse me. Uh, at the Apollo. Oh, I've never seen this. When were they? At? Oh, this is forever ago, child. This could be. Yeah, this is from <laughs> three thousand years. <laughs> this is when they were babies. This is like their probably the first and second tour. I've never seen this. I don't even know where you would watch this. Um, I guess it's a DVD. I guess you can watch it on DVD. Listen, I'm not my babies. Um, I love them so much. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. He's been working since like the early '90s. So, um, yeah, uh, he's got some. He's got some skills. I don't know why I can only see like a few of these, but um, yeah, I'll give him this. He lit them really well. I will like if it had just been the sex scene in the car, I would have like that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. And this is, I feel like, one of the only other times that you see other people aside from them do things. Um, and, like, this is what they've decided to show. And I was like, okay, Lena, like, what? what's going on up there? 
Mm. That was very disappointing. Extremely disappointing. Um, and then, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like still like, what the fuck? Uh, so they go to the, this other guy's house. I don't know. I guess they make it to Georgia or something. This looks very Georgia-ish. Um, where they basically <laughs> they basically meet Flea and yes, Chloe they Flea. <laughs> Why can I? I don't know. I don't really keep up with Flea and like what Flea looks like, but somehow I always know when it's Flea. <laughs> yeah, that surprised me. I was like, "Is that Flea?" <laughs> I was like, "That is Flea." What is he doing? I don't. He was putting on that uh, the accent on heavy. Being a real one while his wife was being a white lady. Why would I don't understand how they knew them though? Um, he served in the war with her uncle. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Then that make, that makes sense because I was like, they just showed up this random house, and by this time their neighbors recognize them, so they get the cops called on them. Um, Chloe Seventy does not want them in the house. At all. And he was like, you can stay here, I guess, or something. He's, I don't know. They have a conversation. Um, uh, and I guess, oh, I didn't realize there was a bounty place on them. But mm-hmm. uh, Flea gives them directions to another guy who's in Florida. And the guy in Florida is the one that's going to put them on a plane to Cuba. Um, but they, okay. Did you see that little crawl space under the, the was that? That felt like slavery. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even have to finish the sentence. I was just like, I was like, these old ass plantation houses with this. (laughs) He said, y'all don't have to worry about it. We got places to hide you. And I was like. So is this an underground railroad situation? I was like, excuse me? Because it's like, who else would have just a random crawl space underneath their bed? It was, I was like, wait, what you mean? Then my brain went, slavery. <laughs> it whispered it. And I was like. My goodness. People always act like slavery does not mean a shit in 2020. And here we go. <laughs> like, who, why else would you have this in your house? Like, this is this is not like a, like a crawl space for like, family heirlooms this is a place to put full grown people oh, and yeah. also i was sitting there and i was like please don't tell me that lena and or melina and or um anybody else involved was sitting here because you know they're like shoulder to shoulder on their backs in the dark in this crawl space and i was like if you try to compare this to slaves on slave ships i will turn this shit off mm. And I was like, please don't tell me that's what they were trying to go for. Because it's not a lot of room. Like, they have to lay there. And the people are searching, like, the cops are searching the house. They don't find them. Um, they end up, like, like setting up a perimeter around the house so they're not in the house anymore. But they're out waiting to, like, to see if they will come out. Because um, they can't find them anywhere. So they're like, maybe they're in the neighborhood. So then... Uh, Queen is like, well, I'm just going to leave because I'm not going to sit here and starve. And I was like, girl, you've been in there for like a couple hours. <laughs> like, you don't chill out. And they end up having to jump out of the out of the uh, window, the second story window. And she fucks up her shoulder on some Midsommar type shit. 
<laughs> I was like, oh no, not another bonk situation. Um, and then he has to put her shoulder back into place. Some more bonding. Because what, what brings two people together but broken limbs and having to set your lover's fucked up shoulder? I mean, it's drama. It's love. It's love. And also, uh, another black cop sees them when they're trying to escape uh, with the with Fleas and them's car. Um. And I guess he had been arguing with this with his like partner who was a white guy, because the guy called him boy, and then some other shit, and then I guess he was like, "I hear something," and the guy was like, "Oh, I don't hear anything, but you can go look." And he goes and he finds them, and he could tell, but he doesn't, and um, he just looks at him and goes, "Yeah." Shh. <laughs> and I was like, "Is this supposed to be?" I don't. What are they trying to do here? Like, is it this is one of these like working in the system type shits or whatever? Yes, that's what I think. That's supposed to be. shit. They love that shit, girl. You can't fucking do it. You can't do it. No, the system is corrupt. Look it how they did him. He was talking to him, calling him boy and shit. I'm like, oh, okay, this is really working and out then, really well for you. And when he came back, he was like, what was that noise? And he was like, I don't know. Just some deer. Okay. And I was like, all right, girl. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is this this movie long as hell? This movie is almost three hours. And I was ready to fight. Uh, is it almost three hours? It's two and a half hours. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, yeah you're getting there. <laughs> But we almost there because they get to Miami. Yeah. Because they are going to board a, a, a helicopter or a plane or a little, a little plane with little boots on it it's, to make <laughs> them get on the water. <laughs> Not a plane with the boots. Um, it's like a, uh, what's that, what's that show? Paradise? Not Paradise. Where the old dude's like the plane. Fantasy Island. Yes, Fantasy Island. It's one of them planes. Not like a, not like a, um, not like a, uh, what's his name? The duck that flies away. Duck tail, I mean, tailspin. Yeah, tailspin. What's his name? Baloo. No. Baloo the bear. Oh, yeah. But is it, um, um. Launchpad. Yeah, is it Launchpad's plane or is it Baloo's plane? It's Baloo's plane on tailspin. He had the, he had the. The plane. <laughs> I used to watch a lot of Disney afternoons, so I know all about them. I used to watch, but it never came on that much. I don't know why. One time I was a youth, um, it came out less and less. It was kind of like a oh shit, Tailspin's on, but like yeah. Um, oh, that's because it was in syndication. By the time I was <laughs> watching shit like this, um, yeah, yeah, it's not one of them. It's not a seaplane, but like you know, one of them baby planes. Yeah, it's I'm big sorry. Plane. The plane with the boots. I'm sorry. <laughs> the boots and the fur. Yeah, just the boots. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we so we're delusional? <laughs> We've been talking about uh, the movie for so long. We're delusional. <laughs> and so they're supposed to meet somebody that they don't know. 
Yeah. And this does not seem sus. This is super, like, someone right from jump, like, when the dude had a gun on him. Like, duh. Oh, Like, y'all should have just waited. Y'all should have just went home. Yeah, so they end up sleeping in the car after they talk about, like, where babies come from or something. I don't know what the fuck this conversation is about. And it doesn't matter at this point. Um, And... This guy who comes up to him looking like fucking Pimp C or whatever. Um, <laughs> and he's got, I think he's had girls and stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he is like, oh, well, you ain't got no choice. Like, come on. Like, I'm the person that you're looking for. Like, I'm looking for you or whatever. Like, I'm going to help you get on the plane. And then, um, <laughs> and he's like driving around. And I feel like he, he, uh, like he was saying like I admired what y'all are doing or something like that didn't he say some shit like that and he offers him the blunt mm-hmm. he was like y'all smoke and he and he was like no and she was like no but he then, was like alright but then uh, then he says he's gonna take a hit and drag off of it but then the dude was talking about he was paranoid mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like why you know why you probably so par- fucking paranoid but you know Whatever. <laughs> and um so they're walking with him or he takes him to like his trailer and he's making the phone like he's making the arrangements on the thing and he's like he's like, Oh, we can get you there by tomorrow. And he's like, Well, we don't have time for to wait. We need to go now. And so he calls back his friend and he's like, Okay, I can get you there, whatever. Um which I was like, again, why is this not sticking out to anybody? So <laughs> when he drives them up there, they get out the car and it's just like a plane just sitting there waiting. Nobody is there. Like. And again, I thought about Foxy Brown. <laughs> and I hint over my, I was like, God damn it. Not another motherfucking helicopter. <laughs> Can a helicopter get you? I mean, Cuba is not that far from Florida in general. South Florida? Um, can a helicopter get you there, though? Um, I'm not a helicopter. I guess, like, this little baby plane get you. A little propeller plane. Mm. But, ciao. <laughs> No. And so when they drop, when he drops them off, you know, he sped away. And I was like, oh, this is about to be some shit. Y'all are setting set up. It's dog day afternoon all fucking over again. Except that was good this bad. <laughs> like, that's a good movie. This is not. Right. As soon as they start walking up there, they're like walking to the plane holding hands. And these like this like line of cops just like pop up from behind them because at this point they're in love now because I think at one point she says I'll swear on you and she was like you know what I'll be your legacy Mm. and I was like Mm. (laughs) I was like please deliver me this movie's almost over (laughs) and so they won't I, it's not even a standoff with police because they don't have any guns on them or whatever, even though they say later that they did or something like they were 
armed and dangerous. And they won't stop standing. I thought they were going to go to the plane, like continue to the plane. But I don't know, like one of the female cops ended up shooting Queen right in the chest. And so she falls and he picks her up, like Slim picks her up. And, um, and like carries her. It's almost like in one of those like old kind of like action movies or whatever. And like the guy carries her partner and then he's like, they shoot the shit out of him, which I was like, why do y'all do that? You only need one. And why do y'all guys like Swiss Jesus, man? It's that scene was like. Hard to watch as well. I was like, damn, they're really... In-. I was like, they're not going to make it. But I was like, at least take him into custody. But of course, that don't happen. That never happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I was like, oh, God. So, the guy who took them, who they met up with, wasn't anybody, I guess. Either that or he betrayed them. I don't really yes. know. He just wanted the bounty. He just wanted the bounty because it was like a half a million dollars. Oh, that's it? For two people? But, um, and the, the article I read earlier before this that had also mentioned like her, uh, her hair and stuff, they had mentioned that like he's one of the only ones that are like, he's like super like, I almost like almost a stereotype, I guess. Out of all these people, like the grills and the way he talks and he smokes weed and all stuff, and I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Is he like?" I don't really remember that from all the people that they meet. Cause I guess you could count Bokeem Wabon as like almost half a stereotype, I guess, because he's like a little pimp or whatever. But I was like, "Wait, are you trying to say that the 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 Negroes are, are betraying people?" <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Is that what this... I don't know if that, like... I'd have to rewatch it to, like, get the whole, like, feeling, I guess, again. But also, I'm not rewatching this. I'm never watching this one again. <laughs> I wasn't going to rewatch it for, this? for the show. And then I got so mad <laughs> thinking about doing it that I'm never watching this film again. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. Um... So, yeah, I don't really know about that last little piece of analyzation. Like, if that's really what happened. Like, if the, if the quote-unquote stereotype, like, I guess ghetto stereotype is the person that sold them out. If that means something or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it was like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so we find out their real names. Uh, her name is Angela Johnson. His is Ernest Hines. Uh, old man name and then <laughs> and they have a funeral uh Bokeem Woodbine shows up in a Sean John tracksuit with a black fur <laughs> yeah I enjoyed that part immensely so they have a, uh, a funeral everybody's in black of course but then also they're all giving like black power fists which I was like okay we're really doing this and then um and then the picture that the little boy had taken of them in the garage, like they start like wheat pasting it on stuff. So like they're they're essentially being martyred um 
for their actions and being murdered at the hands of police. But then I was, I was like, what the hell? I don't, I don't know how to feel <laughs> about the martyr. Like, I don't know how to feel. Yeah. I, this story needs a lot. It needs some work, man. It needs to go back to the drawing board. I need some real, I wanted a real ass Bonnie and Clyde, we will fuck you motherfuckers up movie. And uh. and honestly, okay, my buck, like, even if you want to do it where they were, like, killing cops. Yeah, I don't. And that's what you, like, if that's what the story was about, if you wanted to do Bonnie and Clyde and they were killing cops, fine. Yeah, I mean, people will call it unrealistic, but, like, like that's if that's if that's the story that you want to tell, then fine. But the way that this story was told, the way it it's a, it's a mess. Yeah, it's just very um, like you can see what it wanted to be, but also I'm kind of just like like I said at the beginning, like I I would really like us to explore movies where we don't have to sort of like make this grand statement and just could, it could just be the movie. And you could take grand statements out of the movie for sure, but I don't feel like just making this whole sort of like, girl, you my legacy. <laughs> like making like Instagrammable like dialogue or whatever. Like I fu- I don't think, like why are you, why, why? There's a bunch of Instagram captions strung along with, along to, to film. Because like people can... People will find that in your film regardless. Like, if your film is good enough, or even if it's bad enough, they'll find that in your film. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say bad enough. Well, no, bad enough. Just like... No, people like some bad movies. (laughs) Why do you have people still quoting Baby Boy and shit? Like, people love a good... Jody. Jody! I'm tired of you. Sick of you, Jody. I still need to watch that movie, like, all the way through. I've only seen that one scene. <laughs> Actually, two scenes when he came up there and 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 uh and uh Ving Rhames put him in headlock because <laughs> <clears throat> he's in there chilling on the sofa. <laughs> he's like, "Why are you in your mama's house like this?" Um, but yeah, girl. Um, I mean, it's I feel like it's very easy to see that we don't like this movie. We regret this movie. I don't regret picking this movie. I've been willing to talk about this you movie. You should. I didn't write this movie, so I don't feel bad about nothing. <laughs> I really watched it for free. You should feel bad for making me watch it. You've made me watch some... Girl, I wish... If I could ever release our... <laughs> our chat discussions about the movies we have gone over. I had to talk you off the ledge many a time. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to give me. <laughs> Child, listen. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, like we said, um, this script, horrible. Uh, James Frey did the okie doke uh, once we again. Got Lena caught up. Lena, got, girl. Got Lena caught up. Um, we also didn't talk about bad hair. I don't think she wrote that, but. No, um, Justin. Um, Simeon? Justin White People. 
Yeah. Dear wife. Yeah, just, just as, Yes. Yeah, he wrote it. Hmm. Well, yes, we were going to talk about that, but now, you know, we don't really have to really talk. So it's not really her fault, really. It's really Justin's fault. Um, mm-hmm. Someone needs to stop him. And <laughs> stop him now. Um, I mean, some people. He wrote the songs in it, too. I don't remember the songs, honestly. With the hat. He had Kelly Rowland singing them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people enjoyed it as a satire. I feel like it was, once again, one of those movies that was trying to say something. And I don't really like it when non If you look at my letterbox, <laughs> I gave it three stars, right? I gave it two. I gave it three stars because I enjoyed how much I hated it. So okay, is that what you? That's the the marker. That's how I rated that movie. <laughs> I had a good time watching it and being like, Girl, "Well, yes, because we watched it on Netflix party or whatever." And so I was, you know, cutting up with y'all. So it was a good time. As I am, it's not a good movie. No, I gave it two stars, and I was like, "Please stop him." <laughs> Please stop him, because I have not forgiven anybody involved with dear white people, and um, and that one as well. So, and some people are like, well, y'all can't understand a satire. Make it more satire-y for me, please. Yeah. You can't tell satire has to be all or nothing. You can't tell the line. Put your whole fucking foot in it, <laughs> or don't, or don't call it a satire. Just can't keep calling shit satire and be like, you don't understand because it's satire. I understand satire. I still didn't like it. Yeah. But anyway, do you have some like similar recommendations? So something you'd watch instead of this. Bouncing around ideas. So Ashley picked this movie. So y'all be mad at her. Um and I was bouncing around ideas. So apparently we're changing course. Um, and doing another film for our next episode. So a recommendation, which I haven't seen, but I think it could possibly work, would be Thelma and Louise. Oh, Thelma and Louise. It'll be a little different kind of relationship that we have here. Um, I've never seen Thelma and Louise, but I feel like it would still work because we have a friendship on the run. Yes, they are friends. Um, one of them is, I feel like they, one of them is assaulted, I feel like. Like, one of them is married to, like, a, a fucking douchebag, and then um, and then another one is just kind of, like, you know, kind of chilling or whatever, and I feel like it's the one who is married, um... And she is assaulted, and then the other one like kills the guy or whatever, and so they flee. Um, and there's a lot that goes on, um, and I enjoy it. There's also a very young uh, spring chicken by the name of Brad Pitt, who plays a thief. Um, just a good time. He's in a cowboy hat, shirtless, lovely. So. Um, I enjoy it. I have only seen it once. Um, and I can't, I was hoping that it was streaming, but it's not. Um, 
which is racist. I'm just going to say it. It's racist to me, against me specifically. <laughs> <laughs> There's no black people in this movie, but it's just racist to me because I wanted to watch it again. Um, and I guess, so I was going to say, and I'm probably saying this name wrong. I'm just not a good, um, I'm just not a good host anymore. I'm sorry, you guys. So I guess this film is called Tookie Bookie. Please do not strangle me through the uh, through your phone if that's not wrong. But um, so that movie is on the Criterion Channel, and that movie is basically about two um, people. I believe it's in. I want to say it's in Senegal. Yes, it's a Senegalese movie. Um, and they meet to like this guy and this girl they meet um and they're tired of living in Senegal so they dream of going to Paris um and they you know conspire to like steal a bunch of money and basically escape uh Senegal and um I believe the guy who uh, I think his name is Jibril Diop um his I want to say his daughter directed Atlantics. Is that right? Who? Um, Maddie? Yes. Yes. No, no, no. No, sorry. Oh, it's her. that's her uncle. Sorry, my bad, y'all. That's her uncle. And so they've kind of got... Um, that's also a good movie, but that's kind of... Not that is. Same. That's not the same. But we're going to talk about that movie one of these days. Um, I'll let Brittany pick then so she can forgive me someday. But yeah, so that movie, they, they're kind of similar. If you've seen Atlantics or you've seen Tiki Bookie, then you, they're kind of... Um, they have... I guess a similar quality in terms of like the Atlantic Ocean being a big character in both movies. Um, uh, Tiki Boogie has a lot of um, of like animal slaughter. Um, so mm. if that's something that you can't look at, it's pretty graphic. Um, I'm pretty sure those animals are very alive. Uh, so um, so yeah, it was very interesting to see everybody watch more movies um, from outside the U.S. Please. <laughs> Especially if you're like, damn, I don't see enough black movies. Please watch movies that were not made in this country. I promise you there are a lot. So, um, but yeah, I would count that movie, um, anything over this movie, honestly. <laughs> and I guess now that we've changed our minds, we're going to watch Natural Born Killers. Um, I mean, will we regret doing that? Yes, but... <laughs> Our lives it's are just full of regret. <laughs> I mean, absolutely we will. But you know what? Sometimes we just got to take a risk and do what it do. And yeah. it'd be like that. But as always, guys, thank you for listening. <laughs> and going on this journey with us for another week. See the Underground Railroad. It's not funny, but after since you said that, I'm like, fuck, it is the underground room. That's like, that's what it was, and it just made me so frustrated. <laughs> like, it's it's just, I hate this movie, and I, I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Why? Why did she do this? <laughs> and that's probably exactly what it was meant to be, and I hate it.
Oh, yeah, because, I mean, there's references in the script to to Miss Mama's having the spirit of Nat Turner. <laughs> um, and there's other things I can't remember off the top of my head, but I had the whole script saved on my phone. Um, so... <laughs> One day, it's only like 131 pages. I could I could read that easy, but um, one day I'll have to go through it and understand what she was thinking. Because at this juncture, child, I don't know. Child, mm. I mean, she tried to do something and she did it. Did she do it well? She did you not. You know what? But, too, you know, I was thinking, why couldn't this just been like an extended music video? Good point. I mean, who goes sing the songs? You know who. Okay, I do. <laughs> anyway. You know who would sing these songs. <laughs> They've also referenced Tookie Bookie in uh, tour imagery as well. Uh, okay, let's hang it up. Okay. <laughs> um. But that actually, that's a pretty interesting movie. I think I would have to watch it again to really um, understand everything that happened in that movie. But I would watch that movie over this one any day of the week. And um, yeah, uh, this should have been a music video. That's my final take. Um, I feel like this should have been a thought. So <laughs> just a, a passing thought. This should have shower. been an idea. Yes. An idea. <laughs> and then one that was scratched off. One that didn't come to fruition. Like, this shouldn't have happened. Like, we shouldn't be experienced. We should not have had the experience. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she didn't pay. I mean, I pay for HBO. <laughs> but see, you get other things in addition to this movie. It's not like, I mean, HBO said you have to watch this for 30 days. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> that is and it. HBO said this is all Queen is Slim today. Every day. Mm-hmm. Like some fucking marathon on like TBS or whatever. And you just had to deal with it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My God, this movie was awful. Okay. Um, so yeah, we've already changed our minds. For the first time in the history of this show, we have changed our minds. Our next movie is going to be Natural Born Killers. If you don't want to watch it, we understand because there's a lot of shit that happens. But uh, like we said earlier, I think that's the best like comparison, honestly. Because like we could talk about Bound, I guess, like next episode probably, because like this episode's already like super fucking long. Um, but Bound really isn't uh, the same. I thought it was going to be more of a road trip movie. It's not. Me too. I thought they was going to head out. Yeah, they did and not they head did. out. They were in that apartment building the entire time. <laughs> they were. But I guess if you want to see the early Wachowski, Wachowski, sorry, Wachowski, um, they're just going by the Wachowskis now, I think. Um, yes. If you want to see like their earlier work before they did The Matrix and kind of see like the 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 early beginnings of their like film career I like doing you know I always encourage that because I could see some things that that kind of they share between like the matrix and um and this movie and bound but also like you get to see Gina Gershon in um the butch's little haircut it was I was amazed Crystal Connors had transformed Yes, it was completely different, dog. Yeah. 
<laughs> Didn't say anything about liking to look at titties or whatever, but she did. So, and then there's, <laughs> and then there's Jilly Fertilli being like the damsel in distress. And then there's, uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy who plays Cypher, and he's also in the Sopranos. I like him a lot because he's always up to no good. Um, and also a young Christopher Maloney, a youngish, I guess. Yeah, he's still probably like 50. But... <laughs> I think he is fucking 50 right now. <laughs> Don't be rude to, to Detective Stabler. You know I love me some Stabler. I'm, uh, the worst I'm sorry, guys. I He's love almost 60. Maloney. Holy shit. He is wild. All his all his works are wild. Yes, he had a full head of hair. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting to see. You've never he seen He was that. about to go on vacation, but it's all right. <laughs> he was heading on home. <laughs> but he looked good in his little cheap suit. And his earring, love to see it, love to see it. Um, so yeah, sorry for the change of plans. You can still watch Bound Now on Tubi. You can watch uh, Natural Born Killers on Stars. Um, and so this is gonna be a really interesting conversation. <laughs> I'm actually a little nervous now. Now it'll be fine. Yes. It'll be fine. Um, so yeah. Um, oh, we haven't said but where we are. You want to tell the people where we are? Okay. So you guys can find us on Twitter at BLK Girl Film Club. You can also find us on Instagram at Black Girl Film Club. You can listen to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. So on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify at Black Girl Film Club. If you are inclined, you can send us an email at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com and visit blackgirlfilmclub.com. So once again, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you for sticking with us as we work through these these movies. <laughs> I swear we'll do something better for like Christmas. Yeah. Maybe. You can't trust us. You can't trust me. I mean, don't. I'm letting Britney pick. Oh, that's oh, a mistake. Child. That's a mistake. I just I we're gonna do Crash. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Did you get your DVD yet? It's supposed to ship in December. <laughs> December first. You got to ship that DVD to me because I don't know how I'm gonna watch this movie. <laughs> we're gonna like. I will make you watch Crash. Yeah. That movie no, is she's gonna make you wild. watch it. No, I know you're gonna make you watch it eventually. I am, but. Yeah. We'll see. Um, is it Dan Cronenberg, the guy who did Videodrome? Yeah. Oh. oh. And The Fly. Oh, I like and The Fly. Videodrome's yeah. ass. But The Fly is good. That's Bay. Yeah, Videodrome was not good. That I watched all those movies for y'all. <laughs> and they were terrible. So, okay, cool. Um, Thank you for sticking with us. We didn't have any, um, I don't think we had any, like, Lister mail, um, this week, but if you'd like to send us some, please email them to us. We'd love to read them on the show. Give us your opinions. Give us your opinions on this movie. If you have watched it, what did you think? We would love to get y'all's, like, input, um, Cause sometimes I worry that we're too harsh, and then I think about it. And I'm like, no, we probably weren't harsh enough. So, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, just just tell us what you think. Yeah, we be listening. Yeah, we be reading. Or I can't read, but Ashley can. <laughs> oh God, 
We're going off the rails. Okay. If we got nothing else to say, we should say bye. Bye, guys. Bye.